Hello, hello, and welcome back to Against the Dragonlords, our weekly play through this adventure from the 1980s, Dragons of Despair, the first ever Dragonlance adventure. Um, this is episode four, and before we introduce our characters, I think we have a volunteer this week to recap last week's events, and I think that was you, V, is that right? It, it was me, by way of very democratic. <laughs> Reluctantly, <reason>. yeah. <laughs> Um, so last week we continued our journey through the swamp um, and found one of the draconian encampments uh, where off in the distance we could see this huge visage of what we thought was a black dragon, probably the mother of the hatchling that we unsuccessfully wrestled. Um, and we found a couple of the villagers from the destroyed village that we passed through who had been kept captive in cages. So naturally we rushed in definitely with a plan um, to rescue them and in that rescue attempt which was successful we did free them um, my character Magia went down thanks to a pretty nasty fire spell um, and after finally beating off the last of the draconians um, Yanis was told to bring Magia's body to the city that we were already trying to head to um, heading into the city Royce uh, discovered this strange well um, upon scouting out uh, what looked like to be a temple. Um, and we later discovered that down that well was the lair of a black dragon, which was not happy about our presence um, and casted a magical darkness, disorientating everybody. Yanis and Constance, carrying Magia's body, managed to make it into the temple, um, but at the expense of Royce's life, as Royce had gone off to try and distract the dragon and fell victim to its acid attack. Constance bravely went out looking for Royce and managed to recover them and bring them back to the temple, where the Blue Lady resurrected both of them, uh, her statue coming to life and telling Yanis that all of us had to go down below into the lair of the dragon and recover some artifacts that would be the greatest gift the world had ever seen. After some brief shouting at a statue about how unfair everything was and everyone reassuring Yanis that we were in it together, we continued on down the stairs towards the lair of the black dragon, where we met some dwarves, resistance fighters that had been trying to survive in what was left of the city, despite the black dragon taking up residence there and were told that they might be able to help us, but we had to talk to their leader, which resulted in all of us taking a bit of a leap of faith down a dark, dank tube and landing in the cellar of a bakery, or what used to be a bakery, we hope. And that is where we left it last week. So let's, uh, let's introduce our intrepid heroes. And because you all went up a level last week to level three, if as you introduce yourselves, you could just tell people a new thing, an archetype you took or a new ability you chose, the, a new thing that your character got this week. So let's start with you, Jess. We'll just go around as we see them on, on the order of the screen. Sure. So I'm playing Constance, who is a human Imperial Marshal. Uh, she's playing like a Knight of Salamnia. Um, and so uh, I, at level three, I get my archetype, which is cool. Uh, so I went for the Lionheart archetype, which is in the Gate Pass Gazette, uh, which is on Kickstarter now if you want to get uh, all of 2022's bundle. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so I picked that partly because um, Sarah Brayfogle wrote that and she was the narrator for the last um, campaign. And I think 
um, a lot of these archetypes were um, inspired by the campaign they were running from the Starcross Seaway. So I thought that was a nice link. Um, and I also got a um, combat uh, maneuver, which I won't go into, but it helps with death saving throws for other people around me, which I thought might be really useful. <laughs> Could have had that last week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I have it now. Uh, so that's what I've got. So I'm excited. And I have more hit points. Yes, more hit points are good. Okay, next is Magia. Um, so, hi, I'm V. I play Magia, a Minotaur Mariner Sorcerer. Um, and because I'm a, a sorcerer, I actually got my archetype at first level. Um, but I did get some cool stuff. I got a latent power, which makes me a bit more intimidating. And I also now have access to meta magic, which means I can do a bit more with my spells. Um, I have a distant spell, a reliable spell, and an empowered spell, mm. which hopefully means I can I can be a bit more useful. And I also got second level spell. Awesome. I don't quite see how Magia can be more intimidating, but apparently apparently she is now. <laughs> okay, Jack, tell us about Yanis. Hello, everyone. Uh, for those of you who are now playing Yanis, I am a rather reluctant cleric of the Blue Lady of Mishakal. Uh, I am a Kenda, which is a specific culture of halfling found only in this setting, which hopefully you'll find out a bit more about through play. Um, so following in my sister, and Margie is my sister in case you didn't know, following in my sister's footsteps, I got my archetype at level one as well, which means I didn't get to pick one this level, but I did get something very, very cool. As a cleric, I get access to a feature called Signs of Faith, which is uh, kind of like a, a way that my God's power manifests through me. And I chose the premonition sign which basically means that once per long rest um my god has the opportunity to speak to me and can forewarn me of upcoming events or um i can roll a d20 uh, and then at some point in the session replace a another role with that d20 role representing the knowledge that i've gained so that's really really cool excellent and finally finally dag could you tell us about royce yeah uh royce the formerly dear dearly departed but now back Mm -hmm. uh, is our lovable uh, tiefling rogue who's done nothing wrong ever. And despite me doing nothing wrong, I may have taken the archetype of burglar. Uh, you know, an innocent feat. I mean, like, burglaring could be so many things. And I'm burglaring <laughs> for good, obviously. I 100% believe you. That's You've never done anything wrong. Bilbo Baggins was a burglar. So... You follow in, in good footsteps. So anyway, let us, let us begin. So I want you to imagine a ca an underground cavern. It's a massive cavern. It's like a thousand feet high. And there's big waterfalls running down one side of that cavern. Now, right at the top of the cavern, there's the remnants of a ruined city kind of jutting out into the surface. And right at the bottom of the cavern is the rest of the city that long ago slipped down there. And there's streets and there's buildings, and there's temples, and plazas, and squares. An entire city down there at the bottom of this sort of two, three thousand foot deep cavern. All ruined. But halfway up that cavern, there's a bit of the city that didn't make it all the way down when it collapsed. There's a, a street or two just sitting there, just kind of on a ledge, kind of a slanted ledge with water still running off it down to the cavern below in a sort of like big waterfall. And there's a street there with broken and ruined buildings. And this is like a thousand feet above the rest of the city. Um, and as we kind of zoom in, one of the buildings there once was a bakery. And as we get closer, there are four humanoid figures kind of standing in the door of this bakery. 
looking bewildered out at the cavern. And all four of them are just like covered head to toe in flour. They're just completely white from head to toe as they stand there, having just burst out of a sewer pipe, landing in great big sacks of flour. And what do you do now? Well, that was unexpected. Did you say there's a waterfall nearby? Yes, there are waterfalls that lead from this ledge all the way down to the cavern far below in the main city. There were also waterfalls coming from high above, coming all the way down past you. And as you look around, you can see look from those, that section up above, which is where you originally came from, you can see a chain. And it runs right from there all the way down, like two, 3,000 feet, all the way down to a plaza far, far, far below you. Well, at least there's some running water to get this off, I suppose. Is, right. is the water clean on this waterfall? It's not like weird sewage sludge or like um, swamp water, is it? Well, mm, let me uh, give you a slight sense. It's more of a, yeah, it's kind of got a greenish tint to it. So this is this water all pretty much came from the swamp above rather yeah. than from the sea. So you remember the waters of the swamp, the disgusting sort of green mist that was up there and the horrible, horrible stench. Most of this water has come from that swamp. I suppose we have a choice. Swamp water or pastry dough? Uh, I'll go for swamp water, I think. <laughs> I'll join you. Yeah, uh, kind of leaf footprints. Okay, so uh, as, you, as you emerge from, um, from, this, um, from this bakery into the street, the, street, the street's about ankle deep in this water as it runs along. Uh, the water, the waterfall itself is some, a, a bit of a way down the street from you. You see the three gully dwarfs that you, uh, that you met upstairs. Up the same. Standing there with their uh, arms crossed. One of them sort of like this, looking at you. They're looking at each other and smirking at the sight of you, just covered from head to toe in flour. How, how did you get down here? <laughs> We use the other tube, mate. <laughs> he nudges, nudges his friend who, who laughs as well. Right. Magia, Magia gives them a look that is both slightly annoyed as she's still like now brushing swamp water <laughs> off of herself, but is also, you know, respects, respects the trick. <laughs> I'm just going to ask, I was like, oh, then why didn't you tell us about the other one? Because then we wouldn't have been covered in flour. Exactly, says the great dwarf. And she's confused. She turns to Russ. She's like, "Why would they? Why would they want us to be covered in flour?" Oh, uh, pranks. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I'd like shoot them a look, almost of like, "Look, if you're gonna prank anyone, make sure it's not Constance." Uh, yeah. I seems like they thought it'd be kind of funny. Oh, well, I suppose they are laughing. So, yeah, good for them. Not great for us because now we have more swamp water on us. So I'm guessing, says one of the gully dwarves, that you would like access to some clean water. Yeah, preferably. Yes, please. That would be very good of you. Okay. Follow me. And he turns and walks down the street, away from the waterfall. He's still wading through, like, uh, ankle-deep sludge as, as you make your way down the street. And... Um, as you pass, it is like passing all sorts of different buildings. This was like like a 
clearly a sort of commercial active street at one point. There's bakers and candlestick butchers and candlestick makers, the whole, the whole works. You, walk, you go past what looks like it was possibly a library at one point because there's a, a, a statue, a stone statue of a, of a figure just holding a book with their, with their head in, in a book just outside it, just chipped and broken away and kind of rotted a bit and covered in moss. But it's still clearly that is, that is what it is. And, um, uh, and as you make your way down the street, you see other, you see other buildings. You see what was maybe once a grocer's and what might have been a smithy. Until you reach what the gully dwarf stops outside of any point and says, that was the public baths. Does it have clean water in now? Clean-ish. Cleaner than this. And was this your city or? Zaksarov. It was everybody's city. It was a great trading city here in the centre of the world. How can you not know this? Well, I, I just didn't know if you were from here or, you know, recently moved in. Right, you know, my parents are from here. And my parents' parents are from here. And so were my parents' parents' parents. I mean, how old do you think I am? Cataclysm was 300 years ago. Well, yes, I mean, I wasn't implying anything. I just was trying to make a light conversation because it builds camaraderie. You, you look like you could have had a hard, a hard paper round, in fairness. <laughs> Look, do you want to use the bath or do you not want to use the bath? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll use the bath. I just I have mean, to ask, because the only source of water we've seen so far is the swamp. Where is the source of clean-ish water coming from? Ah, uh, this is clever. We've got a pipe that goes all the way from these baths all the way out to the new sea. So it is, swamp, it is salt water. Don't drink it, but it will get is you this- clean. Does this sound plausible to Magia from what she knows of, you know, how far inland you can actually get seawater to? Make an engineering check? Intelligence engineering, perhaps? Yeah, I can I can actually do that because I switched <laughs> my thing on our last rest to engineering. Um, although my intelligence isn't great. Uh, 20. 20? Nice. Yeah. I mean, you think um, it, would, it would take quite some skill and ingenuity, but, you know, dwarves are renowned for that. Um, possibly, yeah, yeah, you could do that. I mean, the new sea isn't that far away. This, this city was literally on the, is literally on the edge of that, so you think it's plausible. Marcia seems both impressed and very happy. It's like, sounds good to me, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you go into the baths, those, these great sort of Roman bath-style things, like basically swimming pools. And there's a couple of them, two basic swimming pool type size things. And um, the water comes up about to your waist, up to a human's waist, um, probably, you know, up to Magia's knees or up to um, Yanis's head. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but about waist height on a human. And um, you can smell the salt water from within. You can tell this is salt water. Mm. It, looks, it looks cleanish. It's not perfect, but it's certainly better than the disgusting stuff that you're covered in. Ah, seawater. As I drop robe. Ah, great. Plunging. Feel right at home? Yeah. Splashing around. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, I imagine the smell of seawater makes Maggio and Yanis both feel quite comfortable. Oh, yeah. Maggio will um, not quite cannonball into the bath because she's quite large. (laughs) But like, will throw herself into it right next to Yanis, so it splashes mm. all over. Him. <laughs> he gets carried away on a wave up against the far side of the pool. <laughs> that's not that's not fair. He's holding onto the side. You got 
<laughs> Robert, I was taking chunks of wet, wet flour out of my eyelids. <laughs> I'm taking my um, kind of armor off so it doesn't rust in the salt water, and just putting that aside before I um, before I get in. So, like my heirloom breastplate and um, all my other like metal trappings, I'm just taking off. Actually, I'll sit and clean the flour off them before I jump in. Actually, sorry. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it doesn't take you long to get clean. The water is cleanish. And um, half an hour later, you're all feeling refreshed. You're all feeling clean. You're feeling, you know, if not fresh, certainly not as grimy as you were sort of half an hour ago. Um, and the uh, the gully dwarfs have disappeared. Uh, um, oh, they've gone. Hello? Hello? Perhaps Hello. they wanted to give us some privacy or something. Or perhaps the way bags of flour outside the door to dust us with. No, no towels, um, nothing. I'll Gosh, roll perception just to see if it seems like they they left willingly or they they dropped anything on the mm. way out. Okay. Okay, that was pretty good. Uh, that was a seventeen. Okay, you can't see any signs of struggle or anything like that. Um, you can't really see footprints because the water is basically ankle deep everywhere except for in the bath itself. So um, there wouldn't be any footprints, but there's no sign of struggle and you certainly didn't hear anything either. Hmm. So do we just, just wait here a, a bit for them to get us? Or? I, I mean, don't it feels reasonably safe invest- here, which is different hmm. from the last few days. I'm not sure how invested they were in what we're up to. I think we should either take a breather here or just carry on. Do you want me to go and have a look and just see if they're waiting outside? Sure. Good Marshall, idea, Marge. You're taking yeah, up all the space anyway. Up out of the water. She is in her robes and everything. She did mm. not disrobe before getting in here. Doesn't even try to shake the water off. She's fine with the salt water. And just, walks up with it, just like pouring off you as you strike. Yeah, her. yeah. Yeah, and we'll we'll just go up to like the main entrance and just have a like. Are they waiting outside, or is there signs of anything outside that might they explain where they've gone? Are not the street is empty. Do I do I see anything outside that might indicate why they left? Such as there's no creatures. There's no no. I would say no to that. Like any any sounds. Something that sounds off or wrong that's different about the environment now than when we came in. Uh, uh, make a perception check, perhaps. Uh, this would be with wisdom? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, four, five, Ooh. five. I can only roll good ones. <laughs> so, no, you can't detect anything. Um, Chill. I'm going to make sure the, the blue crystal amulet is still there, by the way. It is. Hmm. Margie will come back and just be like, they're not outside and doesn't seem like there's anything weird going on there. Maybe they just carried on their way. Did they tell us how to reach this leader of theirs? The, the high bolt. We, we probably shouldn't laugh when we meet them. Unless the I, name is a prank. I don't think the name's a prank. It could be. No, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't be it looks at Royce and Roger. I wouldn't be so sure. Don't it encourage the prank idea. Well, well. anyway, um, Royce, could you help braid my hair? Um, Constance has, like, washed her hair out, but she normally has her hair braided back in a particular style that's kind of almost like a fishtail sort of style braid from the area they're in, so. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, it's It's been a while, but yeah, 
No, I got you. So she'll just sit down and kind of be waiting for them to come back for the moment. Yeah, I, I think Royce immediately uh, starts, I think, like almost absentmindedly combing it out like when they were kids just to make sure no uh, loose ends or anything can get get all messed up. Um, and yeah, um, hey, Constant, how mm-hmm. are you doing with everything? What do you mean? Like with the world possibly ending and us having to deliver this blue thing and then you dying and then Magia dying and uh, then just being covered in sewage water and flour. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Um, yeah, I guess I'm okay. You know it's okay to not be okay, right? Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm more worried about you, if I'm honest. Why would you need to worry about me? I, I'm fine. Well, you weren't earlier. And but I got better. Yes, thank, thank the gods. But I just, I'm sorry I, I wasn't there to stop it happening because it looked it looked quite painful yeah it wasn't great and like uh royce gives a slight like look to her left arm which still i think it's still covered in some markings and like Mm -hmm. like permanent scarring from it a little bit yeah no amount of healing will completely get rid of all of that it was very brave of you to run off i know you did it so that we could get to the temple and help magia yeah uh, it, 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 it didn't feel great that the first maybe unselfish thing I've ever done did get me killed. Well, I wouldn't say it was the first unselfish thing you've done. I, I think you're too hard on yourself, Royce. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not as good as you think I am. Like, the reason why I... I've always been good at knowing when people are playing tricks or pranks or anything like that is that's well, a thing you're I, a bit smarter than me, I know, but that's okay. I don't no, mind. No, no, no. You it it's not that. It's I I play the same games and tricks and pranks and crimes as other people well, as well. I I know you know the rules, but you you don't use them to hurt people. Generally, I try not to, but sometimes it's more of a cost-benefit analysis. Yeah, like, you know, with those draconian people and stuff, we've had yeah. to dispatch a few of those. Yeah, those those guys are, are, are bad guys. Um, yeah. But sometimes people who aren't necessarily bad guys sometimes get caught in the middle of the stuff I do because I need to make Like sure. the village we came across, so those people we couldn't save. Yeah, but uh, on, on more than one occasion, I've maybe had to borrow money from a place without people knowing. Well, as long as you're borrowing it and giving it back, I guess that's okay. I think sometimes you're too hard on yourself, Royce. I mean, yeah. I don't think a bad person would have stopped to help those people in the cage. And I don't think a bad person would have got upset at the village when we found that boy in his village was gone. And I don't I don't think a bad person would run and try and goad a dragon to chase them so that their friends could get to safety. And I'm I know I'm not very smart, um, but and I know I don't always read a lot of people very well sometimes, but you're one of my oldest and dearest friends. And I feel that I know you very well. 
um, perhaps sometimes better than you know yourself. And I felt very scared earlier when I when I thought that that you had died and I hadn't been able to save you. And so I don't want you to think badly of yourself because I hold you in very high regard. And I would and I would love for you to hold yourself in such high regard as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um But I I have to request that you don't um die again, please. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I wouldn't wouldn't dream of it. Uh one one time's enough for now. But uh Okay. And you don't get to even up the numbers either. Uh, so no, I no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I I think I need to protect a lot of people here because you've all passed out or died at various points in the last day, and I've been the only person left standing. So I think I'm probably needed. And uh, how about I do my best to be able to provide you backup so you can rest a little bit more? That that would be nice. I would be very honoured to have you fighting by my side as always. Always. So Magia is still outside in the street. And as you're looking around, Magia, do you remember I mentioned a chain running from far above, down below, to the city below? You see something happening. You see what appears to be some kind of large, shallow pot being slowly lowered down on that chain. And in that pot, you can see the shadowy figures off in the distance, the silhouettes of what must be a half dozen draconians. They're not wearing their robes here. They're not in disguise. You can see their wings. You can see their draconic faces. You can see their armor and their weapons. And they are slowly being lowered from the level above you where you came from all the way down to the city below. And as you watch, another pot raises up. So basically, you've got a counterbalance thing. You've got a pot of draconians coming down. And you see a pot of draconians going up, slowly being winched all the way up to the city above. How many does it look like in total? About half a dozen in each. They're about, they're about you know, a thousand feet away from you and like across the other side of the cavern. So you can't, you couldn't actually get to them. Um, just for future reference, at the midway point in mm. this, when the two would kind of balance out, mm -hmm. how far is the drop? Like what is the distance they're actually traversing here? Uh, what, from the top down to the bottom? From the top to the bottom, yeah. It's about 2,000 feet. Okay. It's a long way. Um, she will turn back and just go, um, the Draconians are here. There's like, she's trying to wave everyone over because she doesn't quite know how to describe. <laughs> what she's just saying, yeah. Um, and starts kind of pointing out, of like, they're using that as a way to travel. I can't tell if they're trying to go up or down at this point, but... We should keep quiet <sighs> out their way for the moment to avoid another confrontation. Can't we... Does it, does it look like that they're moving any goods? Can we tell from here if when they alight at either end, if it's just them getting out, or does it look like they have... Sure, I'll make a, make a perception check. Eight. Uh, it's a very not... long way away. <laughs> you're not sure. There's quite a lot of mist, both at the top and at the bottom. You can't really tell. It's definitely a weird contraption. You haven't really seen anything like it before. Does it does it look like it is like it's something that has been built purposely for this? Or are they repurposing like a big fallen statue or a big fallen piece of machinery? That'd be an engineering check, I think. That I can do. Um, with 
with wisdom? Uh, intelligence on this one, I think. Okay. Uh, 13. You're not sure? You think probably they've built this themselves, but you're not sure. I'm actually going to relate that to the group, that it, it looks like something they've they've put together, so they're interested in something here. Maybe it is the dragon. Maybe it's their way of moving stuff around, their forces, supplies. Didn't the woman say that they came from here? Well, that's what she'd heard. Because I've never seen them before in my life, and I I don't know where they, they came from. I don't know whether they came from the sea or from here or... I just maybe wish we knew more about them. Maybe they've always been here. I mean, that little dragon hatchling we saw wasn't that big, but that big old dragon upstairs, that was huge. I don't know how long it takes dragons to go from tiny wrestleable hatchling to that monstrosity, but it's got to be a long time, right, to get that big. I just maybe have to say, I the way you say wrestleable there. <laughs> It was wrestleable. Was it scale scale dragon size. Is it wrestleable or not wrestleable? <laughs> That's, yeah. That's the official scale. Maybe, maybe it's always been here, asleep or, or waiting, or they've been looking after it, or it's been looking after them. This city is very old, yes? And the dragons are very old. So maybe there's some books or clues or information here about them. Because if people lived here at the same time they were alive, maybe they, they knew about it. Well, reading. Oh, imagine she's suggesting reading. I know it's hard, oh. but we have to try, Yanis. Oh. It's not that hard. I just, I think oh. it's hard. Okay. So the big, li the big library across the road? Yeah, there's a library about 100 yards from you. It's also a convenient we... place to hide as well. Probably much less open than in here. That's true. Mm. Should we go quietly so we don't draw their attention, though? Yeah. Okay. So you want to make a stealth check as you cross the street. Um, I'm going to give you advantage on this because the closest draconians are in a pot about a thousand feet away, and they're not specifically looking over here for you. So you have advantage. Seems reasonable. I like advantage on these. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nine and a ten, so I thought it was no. a good use. Uh... Well, we'll make this a group stealth check, so we need uh, three successes. I'm so glad I had yeah. advantage because I rolled a one and, well, technically three with my minus one death. So that's just an 11 for me. With a group stealth check, one mm. of the other things I've learned today with level mm. three is a new trick. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so I have scout leader. So when I make a uh, group stealth check, I can give uh, my result, which I rolled a 19 to myself and one other person. Mm. So if 11 is the roll or lowest roll, then I'll give it to Constance. That's very convenient. And because we're best friends. Exactly. <laughs> okay. In which case, I think we can safely say that the whole group has snuck across the street through the ankle-deep sewage, doing exactly that, Jess, yeah. I <laughs> had sneaking music somewhere yeah. as well. Yeah. Across the street. And into the library. Now, the library is a biggish building. It is partly run down and, you know, ruined because, hey, everything else is here. Um, and the door is literally hanging off its hinges. It's a big old oak door. Looks like it was probably once really, really, you know, you know, imposing looking, really grandiose. But now it's kind of hanging off and just kind of like 
you know, you think if you just pushed it, it would probably just break off its hinges. Constance, Constance, help help me hold this in place. And then I'm going to gesture to the door. Can and I just I'm going to cast, lift it? Yeah. And, yeah, sorry. If she I'm can ready. get it into position, I'm going to cast Mending on the hinges. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, Constance, yeah. make a strength check to, to sort of, like, push the door back into a vertical position so that Yanis can then cast Mending sure. on the hinge. Strength, strength athletics, would you say? Yes, yes. Would you, would like some guidance on that role, Jess, because I can give yeah, you I guidance. I would. Now, Thank point, you. Out, point out exactly where she should be putting her shoulder. Oh, I mean the spell what? guidance. Yeah. I'll use magic guidance. Okay. Yeah. What does that give me mechanically again? So, uh, it will give you an expertise, yeah, an expertise dies on an ability tech of your choice. Excellent. So that, um, with my, thank you, uh, is an 18 now. Okay, so you get your shoulder under it and shove the door back into place. Mm-hmm. It does make a bit of a noise as you do it. A big sort I go of clunk. to the door as I do it. And then Yanis calls to Mishakel and um, asks her to mend the hinge. And Mishakel answers. And before your very eyes, the hinge glows blue and just kind of the cracks in it just kind of repair as you watch and the door is now standing back where it once was almost like nothing had ever happened sometimes it's not so bad yeah. you know if you can keep doing that after all this is over mum and dad are never going to let you leave the ship again right <laughs> oh so yeah. many patches in the hull they're going to tie me on a carpenter, really. I could lie to people I could say I was a carpenter and then just be like look over that way and then just boom that's the noise maybe, that makes in my head. Maybe Royce makes should, a face at that, like almost excitedly. Or maybe we should use the magic to kind of, you know, save Kryn. Or, or we could charge people. He's looking at Royce. We could charge people to fix their stuff. I that that's is, probably we are providing a service. That's not wrong. That's we'll save probably not. First, but vaguely up. It's probably not in the spirit of the blue, blue lady, though, is it? Would you mind? If you gave a 10% donation to the temple, <laughs> this magic just kind of like looms in hearing this business decision happening. I mean, yeah, maybe once we've saved the world, that could be a good thing to do. Constance does have a point. Won't be any stuff to mend or people to mend it for if uh, dragons get loose. Okay, let's mend the world first, then we'll set up this business. Okay. okay. So you're heading into the library then? Yes. Okay. As you enter the library, you can smell this horrible, musty smell of rotting books. Like uh, swamps aren't great places for books. And most, as you look around, most of the books, it's all just kind of like soggy, damp, rotting books, just kind of falling apart. A lot of it's just kind of mush rather than paper now. It's it's, it's not pleasant. And uh, there's still swamp water up to your ankles. You can see just pages just floating around in the water there as you, as you walk through. There's a desk at the other end, at the bottom of a set of stairs, which lead up to nowhere. The second floor of this building no longer exists. Um, and uh, at the bottom of this set of stairs to one side is a desk with a large wooden chair behind it in which stands or sits the spectral figure, ghostly figure, an elderly man in robes with a grey beard and a bald head in front of in front of the spectral figure. You can see there's a parchment and a sort of spectral quill, and he appears to be writing something. There's a stack of spectral books by his left hand. And as you walk in, he looks up and says, 
Yes. Are you here to return a book? Uh, it's been 300 years since the last book is returned. You know there's a fine. Everyone else is seeing the spooky old librarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, Royce, talk about the yeah. being nice thing. Yeah, do you want to, to, to go, oh, go and oh, talk to the ghost? It's not the first uh, time we've met ghosts yeah. this week. Yeah, nope. Uh, it's been a weird week. Uh, hi. Um, we were just curious about your selection here, actually. I'm sure you are. Ah, name? He takes a fresh parchment. My name is Royce. Royce. R-O-I-C-E? Y. Common misconception. Y-C-E. Yes. I see. Hmm. Uh, place of birth? Um, oh, gosh. I just forgot the name. My brain went blank. Salamnia. 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 Very well. And date of birth? Uh, let's say about 24 years ago. <laughs> That'll be one silver, please. I think I got that. I'll, I'll flip a silver. And he hands you a scrap of parchment. There's your membership card. Well, thank you. Um, I was curious. Do you have a working knowledge of where I could go to find any books on Dragon? Oh, yes. That'll be the second floor. The one that doesn't have a proper proper way up? Ooh. <laughs> wow, it's not looked up there. It's not looked up in 300 years. <laughs> no. So looks, at, looks at Constance and Yanis and it's just like, does he not see this? It's just like gestures to the water, the molding books. I, I don't know. Maybe it, when somebody's dead, you like shouldn't tell them. You know, like you shouldn't wake someone up when they're sleepwalking. I feel like you should probably tell somebody if they're dead. I mean, but is do you know rude? you're dead? Oh my god! Of course, I know I'm dead. See, it's fine. You know, Look, well, yeah, I'm okay. true. I've been here three hundred years. Just checking. Sorry to bring it up. So, if that's sensitive that's subject. Fine. So um, what, what happened? What happened? Well, yes, you. Like, oh, old angel. There's a cataclysm. Ah, makes sense. City got destroyed, <coughs> remember? Uh, well, I well, don't remember personally, but... It's been about 300 years since then, so no, we... We're all right. kind of young. Right. So, what brings you here to the city of Zaxaroth? Dragon problems, mostly. Oh, dragons, dragons, dragons. You want to check the dragon books up on the second floor? Do, do, I have a, can can I ask a favor? As your first new member in who knows how long, could you maybe grab us some books from up on the shelf? Because I just I can't reach it from here. I can't leave this desk, and I'm sure you know well that I cannot leave this desk. Who knows what might happen? Well, uh, do I so, be asking so. why you can't leave the desk? Because I'm the librarian, of course. Who puts yes. the books back? Yeah, the staff. They're dead. Yes. Inconvenient, that. What if we looked after the desk for you while you no, go? No, 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 no. Only official staff behind this desk. There's well, a sign. So Look, see? And well, <laughs> you don't have any staff. So what if you employed us and then we could watch the desk? But then I'd have to be you and then I'd have to... <sighs> 
Or you could, could consider accept- it dire circumstances and just hire us on the spot. Yeah. Uh, we could take payment in the form of membership cards. Yes. That way you don't have to pay us out of pocket. That's nice and easy. You can deputize us as temporary librarians. Deputy librarians, you say. It's a novel concept. On a probationary mm-hmm. period, of course. Somebody make a decision check. Who's Royce, I'm looking at you. I'm <laughs> on it. I knew people were looking. I have high <laughs> charisma, but I think Royce is probably better. Mm-hmm. I love that I didn't even I didn't even look up. I was like, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, let's see. I rolled good. Let me see what I add. Okay, that is a 18. Ooh. Very well. You may all consider yourselves deputy librarians. And I hope you understand the heavy responsibility that is. It's a serious job, you know, librarian. Weight of the world on our shoulders, mm-hmm. almost. We don't want any frivolity or larking about. Yes, yes. No, it's absolutely zero. I'm already picking up a book with my tail. Absolutely. Marcia's doing yeah. the same with Roy. She's picking up waterlogged books and, um, like, putting them back on half-destroyed <laughs> shelves. And picking up handfuls of mush and just putting it on <laughs> tables and just scooping it up and just plopping it, it nods, down. Nods approvingly. Well, Stan, I said, I will guard the desk whilst you um, go and get those books on dragons we, we talked yeah. about. He looks back up at the uh, ruined second floor. Yeah, slight problem. Go on. Yes? Your someone stolen the second floor. Oh. Well, can't you, like, float up there? I can get up there. That's not the problem. The problem is up there isn't there. Well, do you, do you perhaps... As you're a very knowledgeable person, clearly. I am very knowledgeable. Ask me it, anything. Go on. It, uh, can you tell us what you know about dragons? Uh, yes. What would I you like to go on? Well, be more specific. I know a lot about dragons. Oh, great. Um, I wasn't planning on doing a TED talk, you know. I would. Uh, I I don't know, Sir Ted. Um, but <laughs> I uh, I I guess how their weaknesses and how to defeat them in battle. Oh well, that's easy. They have no weaknesses, and you don't defeat them in battle. I hope that helped. Right. Unless you have a dragon lance, of course. Oh. Do you, do oh. you have a dragon lance? Do we have a dragon? Anyone? Does anyone do we have a normal lance? Where can we get one of these? Yes. Um, you need someone to use the hammer of Karas and the silver arm of Ergoth to forge the dragon lances. The last ones, I believe, were forged a thousand years ago. <laughs> Any chance there's one sitting around at a museum somewhere in this city? Lost property. You must have a lost property section here. Not here. Oh. Okay, well, dragon lances out. Do you know Ooh. anything about the black dragon that has its lair somewhere? or onyx, as she is sometimes known. Yes, yeah. I do, yes. Tell us about that dragon. She is not very nice. You're correct. Correct. Take that as written, yep. Stationed here by Dragon High Lord Verminard, who is the leader of the Red Dragon Army. I know, it's confusing. She's a black dragon, but still. And was tasked with guarding the Discs of Mishakal. That was... Was that the name of the man who put that sign in the village? Yes. But I thought dragons had been gone for hundreds of years. Why are they back? Have you seen the skies? We're, we're currently stars. underground. Stars missing, missing stars. 
The gods have returned, and with them come the dragons. Right. The draconians. The, the, the dragon people. Vile creatures. They seem to turn to stone when they're some killed. Some of them, yeah, some of them. Some yeah. of them explode. Well, what are they? What are they? They are not of this world. I have not seen their likes before. They are new. So they turn to stone. They sometimes explode. Is there anything else we should look out for? Does, does one of them turn into, like, bubbles? Or I don't know. That would be pleasant. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I'd not, I don't know I, what the rules are. No, it's a valid, it's a valid question, Carson. I have only seen those two types, the spellcasters who explode and the warriors who turn to stone. So we can't rule bubbles out, is what you're saying. Yeah. I would not. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Bubbles are still on the cards, guys. I have a question as well. Very well. Now, if someone were to try to domesticate a dragon, what do you think? Do you think that is possible? The dragon high lords have managed it. I just make a very like smug like see, there was merit in my idea. That dragon oh, serves Verminard. Oh, are you a dragon high lord? Oh, you, you forget it. I could be. You don't know. Well, this is not. Has he got a little nameplate on this desk? By the way, we haven't actually asked him. Yes, his name is Osamis. Osamis. Write that down on a piece of paper. Oh, I'm taking notes. Mm. I know. For the first Who time in four sessions. I know. So, what can you tell us about black dragons? Because we have we to go into the not the most powerful of dragons, but certainly the oh, most really? sinister. Oh, Great. Right. They seem pretty strong, you know, with all the, the spitting acid and murdering people. Oh, they are certainly stronger than you. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Let's, right, are there any are there any good dragons? Are there any dragons that might want to help us or possibly look after us or maybe fight the other dragons? Is that a possibility? Time, thousands and thousands of years ago, such things existed. I've not heard of them since. Anyone we could any write good? a letter to to check? Well, or might, Yeah, maybe a forwarding address or... One of you carries a weapon that can slay the dragon. And then he looks straight at Royce. Uh, no. Uh, Yanis, I apologize. Uh, Yanis, I forgot who had the crystal there for a second. Straight <laughs> at Yanis. My silver dagger can look, do its look, best. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, wow. Look, that that is amazing. Yeah. I look at my hoop pack, I'm like, oh, I'm, my aim's all right. I, I think he means the crystal, Yanis. But he said, a, he said a weapon, that's just a glowy rock. Yeah, but like, it's magic. That's true. Do you mean, hang on. Oh, is, oh, uh, did I leave it in the. Pl- Oh, it's around okay, your back. This thing. Thank you. Ah, it's a sign of Mishak. So how do I kill dragons with it to cut to the chase? Do I look like a warrior? <laughs> Very selective information you've got, isn't it? Put it back over my neck. Um, so you... no idea how to contact the good dragons. No idea how to use this to kill them. Any any other questions, guys? Any? Do you know where the, the, the dragon's lair is in, um, in this city? Far below. In a large circular hall. Right, yeah, we saw the well at the there top. There is a secret way in. Oh, yes, that is actually the information I wanted. That's great. Yeah. You will find the way amongst the Aghar. The who, what, way? The what? what? The gully dwarfs. Oh, no. Oh, oh but oh, this, this is a good point. 
where do we find their leader? What what are they called again, Yanis? Uh, I think I think I'd like to hear Osamis say it. If I'm honest, I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. What are they? What's it? What's the leader of the the Agar called? Osamis, old buddy, old pal. I forget. Was it the the low something? You... No, I think it's the high something. The high bump. The high bump. Yes, you made me say it. It is the high bump. Magia bursts out laughing. I knew you knew it. I knew you knew it. <laughs> That's how you do pranks. So we. So yeah. Um. Thank you. But how do we find them? Make yourself known in the city below. They will find you. They uh, fight the resistance, you know, against the draconians. Yeah, they did tell us that, but the thing Perhaps is... Perhaps kill a few draconians. We've killed loads. We're, we're that. like that. We're like that at that at this point. Yeah, I that, killed a few they, yesterday. They did get one on us, though. The draconians did get us once, though. Yeah, so. but that's... that's yeah, it's the Minotaur does have the smell of death about her. All right. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh, that the salt water mixes in with the salt water here. Are you mad in, that some of us come back? Or... In, in fairness, you know, we, we have been through the sewers, so it might just be that. No, to be fair, so, death and swamps do smell similar. So we just have to wait for them to come find us, and then they'll take us to the secret way to the dragon's lair, and then we can just do what we need to do for the unkillable dragon who is... Um, not even the strongest dragon, but it's just a mean dragon. Is that a good summary of the lesson? I mean, I can't speak for what the gully dwarves will do. Um, right. How do we get down there? You said down in the lower uh, city. The end of the street, there is a waterfall that falls down to the city below. Behind that waterfall, you will find vines, which you can climb down if you are careful. But if you slip, you shall fall and plummet to your death. <laughs> then you'd have to join me here in the library forever. Well, I mean, please what a no. Wonderful death I that mean... could be. Marsh is clearly lying through her teeth. <laughs> oh well, we have a potion of climbing, so that's good. So, any hints on the uh, the agar, Sammy, old buddy, old pal? What, anything they like? Maybe a favourite food, a favourite drink we can make for them? Maybe are they? Into tea? Our entire culture. I mean, I couldn't really say that there's a culture. They have a favourite food. I'm just thinking something we could win them over with, you know, so we could present the right gift to the high bulb. Well, they'd probably be quite pleased if you killed the dragon. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think... Why didn't I think of that? That's... Yeah, yeah, thanks. Great idea. We'll we'll kill the dragon. I mean, you'll kill the dragon. You got the whole... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, Don't worry, everyone. Like we'll win the doors over. I'll kill the dragon. We'll be fine. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you feel optimistic about it. It does make me feel better. Have we had to, like, lean over to Have we done sarcasm with her yet? Is she, have we done that one? Is she aware of that one yet? Sometimes. It, it, which only makes it funnier. <sighs> okay. Oh, who is the strongest dragon? Osamis. I don't know. I've been here for the last 300 years. Who was the strongest dragon 300 years ago? Thank you. There haven't been dragons for a thousand, maybe 3,000 years. (laughs) You have to ask really specific search criteria terms. This guy. (laughs) His name is actually Google. (laughs) Google. Google. Well, um... Yes. (laughs) Well... Well, uh, I'm going to take my lunch break. Yes, I think we better go do that. 
Thank you for all your helpful information. Very well. I will see you at nine o'clock sharp tomorrow morning for your second shift. Well, if things go terribly, that might be the case, yes. Yeah, we'll see you right here. Yes. I fixed the the door for you, by the way, as one of my librarian duties. Oh, jolly good, jolly good. Okay, we'll have a nice um, day. Yes. Okay, Okay, shoot, shoot. Matthew takes that as a point just to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you move back out in the street. (laughs) I've, I've, um... Sorry, I thought you were saying something there, Jack. I've all the things that have happened to us, of everything, you know, dying, dragons, pegasuses, that was definitely up there as one of the weirdest. Getting a job in the middle of all this? Kind of. Mm. Why do I feel like somehow he will still manage to send us letters for not showing up for that shift? I, you know, he can take my lack of appearance as my resignation. I mean, On the bright side, nobody has to worry about falling to their death trying to climb that waterfall. Hmm. No. Uh-huh. She Magia produces her staff that's got the kind of clawed dragon claw and the orb. Mm. Anyone want to go for a dive? Well, no, because he said if we did, then we'd fall and die. Oh, this. So that will only help, help no constants. you, though, Magia. It won't help everyone else. Oh, it's I thought it, if... it's just a just better fall on yourself. Oh, okay. Damn. Because I was looking at the feather spell. I've already, I've already, I've already, I've already died. died. Gone. No, it's just fall on yourself only. Well, I'm pretty confident I can climb a long way. Um, I, I think with a bit of teamwork, and by that I mean I have a, a feat we could use called teamwork, I, I'm sure we could could make it. Yeah. Do we want to tie ourselves to each other? So on the way down, you know, we, we have each other for support just in case any of us lose balance, or do we want to do this? Oh, that's, I think together would be better. And we do have that potion for climbing, if anybody felt they could benefit. I'm just going to hang around Magia's neck, like <laughs> around the back of it like that. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm, I'm diving, because I don't think those vines will take my weight. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so you're going to hold on, Yannick. <laughs> we went to the edge of the waterfall, and it is, as you described, there's vines underneath the waterfall leading all the way down, like a thousand feet down to, um, down to the city below. They're, they're kind of wet. Um, you know, they're right in the middle of a waterfall. It's not going to be a pleasant climb, but it does look doable. And below there, you can see the whole of the the, um, the city. You can see where the chain, you can see another pot being lowered with draconians. And it appears to be uh, going down into a small plaza some way away. Um, the buildings nearby obscure the plaza itself, but it looks like a small plaza, presumably where draconians get in to get winched up and get let off and they're being winched down. But that's not the main thing you notice. What you notice is a much bigger central plaza in the middle of the city. And in that plaza, you can see the black dragon. It's standing there, and in front of it is a draconian. The draconian has a line of draconians behind it. And the two, you can't hear from where you are, the two are clearly conversing. As you watch, the draconian bows and then moves back to the line of draconians, and then they all spread out into the into the city with what seems to be some urgency, while the dragon turns around and stalks into a tunnel out of sight. Oh. Well, I guess they're going to be looking for us now. 
because the dragon's well, probably like, oh, there are four people up there and you should get them. Well, the upside is we know where the draconians are based. So if we go in the opposite direction, we should find wherever the gully dwarfs are, right? Yes. Probably. Makes sense for me. Well, everyone down the waterfall then, I guess. Okay. If they're coming using that ladder thing, is there a way we could quietly maybe sabotage that so that no more can kind of come down here? So as best you could tell, it's basically at the top, there's going to be like a winchy pulley thing. And the chain goes all the way up over that and then comes all the way down again. So the two um, the two um, pots will go up and down like that when the winch is turned at the top. So it seems like the mechanism, if you wanted to um, wanted to do that, would be up at the top near where the statue of Meshackle was. Is it rope? It's chain. Oh. But if we broke one of the chains, surely then it wouldn't work because there wouldn't be the counterweight. At the bottom, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, you could detach a pot from the chain, I guess, yeah. Something to think about. Anyway, that's, that was my idea. But let's climb down this thing for now. Okay, so this is going to be a group climbing check. Um, the Featherfall will give you an automatic success, Magia, so you don't need to roll. If anyone Marcia, uses the potion of climbing, they will also get an automatic success. Marcia will try to help a little bit, though, by before she jumps off, mm -hmm. um, holding on to anyone who's trying to get themselves down to the vines so that they can get a good grip on stuff before she lets them go. So that way, if they slip, they don't... Okay, I'll, I'll let you give one person an expertise dice. One person um, a I will give it to Constance, because Constance okay. is in very heavy armour and is probably okay. the, the least manoeuvrable out of everybody left. Okay. Who's using the potion? I think I'd offer to give it to Yanis. Glug, glug, glug. Well, that's that decided. Okay, so Yanis okay. is drinking. <laughs> not because I don't care for you, Royce. It's just that oh, you know, no, he's, know. he's got like, the necklace, I, and if he dies, I the also, whole world will die, like, and you're part like, of the world. He's, he's smaller, so there's more for him to climb. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's just yeah, yeah. it makes okay. sense. Okay, so so uh, Magia and Yanis don't need to roll automatic successes. Constance gets an extra D four on her check, and Royce, I think, is just making a regular check. Yep. Um, I'm also going to use my intrepid ability, which gets me an expertise dice, so that I'll that will go from a d4 to a d6. Nice. Just because I really don't want to mess this up. Can I ask Maja, are you sure this is going to work before you do this? Yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's. How do you know it's going to be fine? Did the did the little tell you it's going to work? I've done it before. Oh, okay. Fine. Don't die. Again. <laughs> Sorry, too. Yeah. So, just kind of smiles and swan dives off the yeah. edge. Yeah, situation. Like, gracefully down towards the city below. Um, Yanis, with that potion, just kind of almost Spider-Man's it down, <laughs> down down the cliff. Not even really needing the vines, to be honest. Just like almost running down the cliff easily, like uh, you know, like Dracula in that film where he's just going up and down the walls, like spider climbing. Um, no problem whatsoever. So let's have checks from Constance and Royce. Is that strength or dex athletics? or That would be strength athletics. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. I got lucky. That's a 21 from me. Okay. 16 for me. Okay. All fine. 
So it takes those of you that haven't got magical assist probably about 20 minutes to climb this, half an hour. It takes a while. And you do get tired on the way down. For those that are actually climbing, I am now going to need a constitution check to avoid taking a level of fatigue. Those I of you that use magic don't need to make this check. Um, I have an expertise dice on saving throws made to resist fatigue for marching for eight hours. I'll let you use that, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what is climbing but marching vertically? Exactly. <laughs> what, so what was the role again? Constitution save. Constitution save. Okay. Dice be nice. Dice be nice. Uh, that is 14. 14 and? 25. Okay. Unfortunately, Royce, by the time you get to the bottom, you are exhausted. You've taken a level of fatigue, which means you can't dash or sprint until you get a long rest. <sighs> okay. That's... <sighs> you haven't really got time to catch your breath, though. Because as you all alight at the bottom of the waterfall and you find yourself basically at the end of a ruined street, there's a sort of small square about 100 feet ahead of you and there's ruined buildings on either side and the waterfall is just cascading down behind you as you stand there in this street. You can see three draconians standing in the street having just noticed you, one of them is pointing at you. One of them is wearing the spellcaster robes that uh, that you recognise from before. The other two appear to be warriors. And with that, yes. the warriors draw their swords, and the one with the robes pulls out his spellcasting component pouch. Oh, oh, Mag Magia is not going to be happy at seeing one of these spellcasters now. She knows <laughs> what happened to her. Um, is she able to get a spell off? She's going to need to roll initiative. Uh, what are we using for initiative for this? Uh, for this, we'll go with... I think how quickly to... you notice them. So we're going to go with Wisdom Perception. Ooh, I got a dirty, dirty 20. What did everyone else get? 11 for me. 16. Okay. And the Draconians... Do, 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 do. Draconians... Are on 14. Bother. Okay, just get those initiative up. So, who's first? It will be me with, sorry, I'm just writing up the initiative. Um, okay, they're about human. 60 feet away from you. Okay, uh, 60 feet away from me. Okay, mm -hmm. so I want to step forward because everybody except me has died thus far. Mm -hmm. So really, if it's going to be someone's turn, it should be mine next. Um, okay. So... <laughs> You know, um, so I'm going to, so yeah, so I'm going to run forward uh, 30 feet. Mm -hmm. um, then I'm going to um, knock my bow. Um, I'm going to use my, no, I'm just going to shoot off normally with my bow, actually. Okay. I'm use uh, the spellcaster or one of the warriors? The spellcaster, because okay. that guy. Um, yeah, I rolled a two, so that's five. Okay. Does that hit, Russ? That misses the entire city. Somehow you missed Zach Saroff. Good. <laughs> that was an awful shot. You basically you fumbled and dropped the the arrow or something into Excellent. the swamp. Perfect. Water. 
Good. Uh, for my bonus action, I will uh, take. I'll take a stance for my combat maneuver, mm -hmm. and I'll get into the unending wheel combat stance. Okay. Magia is next. Magia will push up alongside Constance, and mm -hmm. these guys that you said about sixty feet out. Uh, now thirty feet. Now you've moved up. Fantastic. And how how are they kind of grouped? Are they all standing so the next two, to each other? The two warriors are about twenty feet ahead of the spellcaster. Okay. In which case, Magia will target the warriors. Okay. They have swords? They have short swords. Fantastic. Um, so Magia is going to reach out at the both of them and cast mm -hmm. Shatter, um, which is a 10-foot sphere, mm -hmm. uh, and they need to make a constitution saving throw. Creatures made of stone, metal, or inorganic material have disadvantage. I don't know if they're technically made of stone, but they turn to stone, which makes Magia think that this might do something. <laughs> Okay, so what is the uh, what's the save? Uh, constitution. They need to hit. Oh, where is it on here? Um, Thirteen. It's two fires. What happens to them? Uh, they take three d eight thunder damage. Ouch! First of all, nice. um, and I have meta magic. Uh, so I'm going to use my empowered spell, which is when I mm -hmm. roll for damage with a spell, I can spend one of my sorcery points to re-roll uh, any number of the damage dice up to my charisma modifier, but I mm -hmm. have to use the new rolls. So I'm going to okay. re-roll one of these because I rolled a one, and that's not a good number. That's better. That's a few. So it'd be 8, 9, 10, 11, 16 thunder damage. Ow. Okay. Um, also, any non-magical items within the area that are not worn or carried also take damage, if that makes any difference for any of the ground or anything that's... Um, okay, so you've probably like, left a big furrow in the ground, and yeah. a couple of the buildings on either side kind of tremble, and some walls kind of fall, dust falls off some of the walls to either side. Um, the two draconians, are, are, does this move them or anything? Where they just? Uh... Um, I don't think, uh, no, it doesn't move them. And okay. they are not close enough with me to use my manifestation, which would push okay. them back. So. But this has badly hurt them. Both of them, are, this thunder damage just slams into them and they stagger back and just like clutch at their heads. Um, uh, you, you can see that both of them are being badly, badly injured. Is that you now done? That is me done. Okay, Royce is next. Okay, well, uh, due to my uh, now inability to dash towards them, I will move, uh, I will stay slightly behind uh, Magia and Constance, probably mm -hmm. like maybe five feet off to the side of them okay. uh, and behind them, uh, and I will draw my short bow, and I will fire at, hmm, I'm going to fire at one of the... Uh, One's wielding a sword. Okay. They're both looking quite weak now. Let's hope for it. Ah, I rolled a two, which is unfortunate. Ah. If I didn't have the ability from Burglar, Deuce is wild, so I can re-roll it, and I have to accept that Ooh. second number. Hey. Nice. Very cool. Level three. And that is uh, an 18, all things considered. That is going to hit. Beautiful. And total damage is five. The, the arrow sticks into the draconian's chest. And as you watch, the draconian sort of steps back slightly and then turns to stone with this arrow sticking out of his chest. You've killed one of the draconians. 
And now it's Draconian's turn. So the spellcaster starts casting its spell. It looks like three of you are grouped together close up with Yanis further back by 30 feet. So the three standing forward, which is going to be Magia, Royce, and Constance, could we have a dexterity save, please? Oh, this will go poorly. Absolutely. 19. Wait, do I have something to use for this? Two. Two is not a pass. Eight. And that is not a pass. Oh, no, I hope this isn't a But a streak of fire bursts out from the spellcasting draconian straight between his two warrior allies and explodes in the midst of you three. Each of you takes 18 points of damage if you failed, or nine points if you succeeded. Uh, you guys better not be getting flashbacks over there. <laughs> Magia looks like she's barely standing up, right? <laughs> Please don't do this again. <laughs> one hit point. <laughs> is, is Yanis frozen having flashbacks right now? Just seeing his sister go up in flames. I've been over this. Not having a great time. <laughs> the remaining uh, Draconian um, charges forward at Constance, the uh, warrior, with his short sword. Swings his short bro. sword and rolls a 13. My armor class is 13. And an 8 with his two attacks. If your armor class is 13, that will hit. But I'll parry. Okay. And you roll one or more on a d4. Yes, I did it. Yes. I got okay. exactly one. Well I want to see how well, how well I did it. Well done. So you just about managed to get your battle axe in place and just turn that short sword aside just before it hits you and you parry the blow. And now it's Yanis's turn. Okay, so he <laughs> turns around from getting off the wall and sees everyone in absolute peace. It's like, oh, again, takes a step forward, um, forms the unending loop with one hand and then spreads his hands out. And I cast Aid. So all three of you get five more hit points, which includes your hit point maximum, So, which doesn't really matter because none of you are at maximum hit points. No. Um, <laughs> and then with the other hand, makes the loop again and then pushes his palm towards Magia. And I cut the bonus action, I cast Shield of Faith on Magia, which will, um, uh, you get a plus two to your AC. Lovely. Magia is surrounded by a pale blue glow. These and then try harder, and then moves <laughs> up ten, like fifteen feet cautiously. Okay, and then it's Constance's go. You have got a uh, draconian right in your face. Yeah, well, I'll probably hit it then, because that does sound like the thing, the sort of thing you would do. It, it is. Um, I'm actually gonna, because I'm mad. I, I won't lie. Uh, I'm gonna use my wounding strike um, uh, combat maneuver. Use two exertion points to use that because I'm already in the stance. It is a bonus action. Um, so when I next hit, I will get to use it. And that now I'm going to hit it with my okay. battle axe, because I am unhappy. Um, and I rolled uh, a 22 to hit, because I'm really hit. mad. And then, because I am really mad, I get my, my freaking dice. <laughs> And I rolled a one with it, so uh, hang on, because I have the thing. Um, so I do six piercing damage to it, and every turn now it has uh, a 1d4 ongoing bleeding damage 
If design. I have a dexterity saving throw from you, please. Is it exploding? It's not exploding. It's turned to stone. Are you going to pull your battle axe out in time? Oh, that's a use of waste of a wounding strike. Um, probably. I am. Hope so. Uh, ten. You are not going to pull your battle axe out in time. It turns oh, to stone, no. encasing your battle axe, and you pull. It's stuck. It's stuck there in the statue. You can't put it free. Okay, so I'm standing there doing that. However, I am mm. also, despite this, I am still an inspiring leader to everyone around me. Would we not all agree? Because of my Lionheart yes. archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, once per round, because I made a successful melee attack, I choose a number of creatures equal to half my charisma modifier. My charisma modifier is a three. So is that a one or a one. two? Is it, it's yeah. Um, uh, and the creature gains expert die on their first attack at the start of the next turn. So I'm going to give that to um, who's next to me? Uh, to Magia, who's going next? So you get um, an expert die on your next. I don't have um, to roll for some of my attacks though. So I give it to Royce because I know that. Yeah. Constance goes, oh, wait, Royce has to roll for attacks. I'll give it to Royce instead. Well, Magia doesn't really use weapons all that much, so. Okay. But it's Magia's turn. What is Magia doing? There's only one Draconian left. Magia is angry. She is not going to go down by fire again. She was born on the water. She will die on the water. And that's what she screams out at this draconian, feeling a little bit emboldened by this new blue glow that's happening. And so she will take a couple of steps just past Constance Mm -hmm. and the statue she's currently trying to pull her axe out of and cast, let's see, Shatter again. Mm -hmm. Was a good Um, one. So that's a constitution saving throw. Okay. We have rolled a 16. That is a success. So it takes half damage. Okay. But it's still 3d8 thunder. Uh, I'm going to use another sorcery point to reroll one of these damage dice. That is 17 points of damage. Still a lot of damage. Uh, but wow. it, takes, it takes half. Oh, it takes half of the 17. It takes half. Um, okay. And then, uh, is there any, like, cover around within? Yeah, yeah you're in a ruined street, basically. There within 15 feet, is there anywhere yeah. with good cover, like for Magia, that she can get behind? Yeah, you can, you can duck into a, a ruined building to one side or the other. She will use um, Flutter to kind of basically teleport from where she is into okay. one of these ruined buildings, hoping oh, nice. that it just sees her disappear and doesn't see where she reappears. Okay. Uh, do you have to be able to see your destination? Um, yes. So okay, I can teleport sorry. to an unoccupied space. I see um, my maximum range is five plus five feet per level of the okay. spell. So, so determine whether or not it sees then. Let's have a stealth check against its perception check. Oh, gosh. Roll good. Well, we'll go against its passive perception, which is only nine. So you've got a good chance. 15 minus 1 is 14. <laughs> yes, okay. You disappear and the draconian doesn't seem to follow where you went to. Continues looking at Royce and Constance standing in the middle of the street there. And then it's Royce's turn. How far away is it from us? Uh, about 30 feet. Stab it. You've got your expertise die. Makes all yeah. the difference. I'm going to I'm gonna walk up and stab. Okay. I don't think you'll get sneak attack on this one. That's, you know, that's okay. It it sends a message. <laughs> uh, and that was a 21 to hit. That's going to hit. Beautiful. So I rolled max damage. 
Uh, that is 10 damage total. Ow! It snarls in pain and green blood runs down its chest. Um, it's not wearing a lot of armor. It's a spellcaster, this one, wearing robes. And its hands are kind of fizzling with little bits of electricity as it stares at you and raises its crackling hands and claws ready to attack. Right, who's next? Oh, it's him. Okay. okay. He is ready to attack. He is ready to attack. He is going to hmm, pull out a trident off his back because you're right next to him. He doesn't want to risk casting a spell and try to stab you with it. Pulls the trident out. The trident is crackling with electricity and he attempts to skewer you with his trident. Rolls 14. Ah, my AC's a 15. And he misses, unfortunately, nice. for him. And then he thinks the better of it because he realizes that Constance is within 30 feet of him, decides to risk the opportunity attack, and he steps back. He moves back 30 feet. So you can make an opportunity attack. I certainly will. Okay. Uh, math is hard, guys. Did you know that? Math is um, hard. It's so hard. Okay, so that was a 14. 14 is going to miss, I'm afraid. What? Sadly. And then it's Yanis's turn. Right. Seeing that this cowardly, scaly sorcerer is on, is on the retreat, I'm going to... Uh, well, and also not knowing where magia's gone, I'm going to run forward, mm -hmm. screaming blue bloody murder, and I'm going to fling, fling a bullet in his direction. Okay. Most likely miss, because I'm obviously playing a caster. Oh, non-natural 20. Ooh, that is going to hit. Fabulous. Right, so he gets hit in the noggin for... Oh, hang on, that's the wrong guy. There we go. Four of very nice four points of damage. Okay. Take that. <laughs> he does not look happy about that. Ow. And he stares at you. How? As my bonus action before the end of my turn, I'm going to use taunt. Ooh. So uh, I'm. How does it work? How does it work? He has to make a wisdom saving throw. So I go, not so hard are those scales, are they, you cowardly, lily livered. Scaly termites looks at the others. <laughs> He's rolled okay. a 10. Does that succeed yeah, so or not? Absolutely not. So it has to attack me or it will receive heavy disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, okay, then. In that case, it is now Constance's turn. It is. It do be me. So uh, so the spellcaster. So I've. Have I got my axe out of this? No. It's still stone. From you know what? what you remember, it takes a few minutes before before they crumble to dust. That's fine. I'm going to leave it there. The um, the dude is about sixty feet from me, mm -hmm. so I'm going to run forward to said dude because I don't I don't know his name. Um, and <laughs> I'm going to bonus action mark foe, uh, and mm -hmm. that means until the start of next turn, creatures able to hear or see you, and I can hear myself. Uh, gain an expertise die on attacks made against that creature. Okay. So this isn't just me, this is everybody. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to get my bow out and I'm going to shoot him because I enjoy doing that as an activity. You've moved You've moved twice and used I've a moved, bonus action. No, I've moved 30 feet forward. Yep. Used a bonus action, mark foe, and then I'm going to use my oh, action. Oh, right. I thought you went right up to him. Okay, cool. Okay. No, 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 I'm using my bow because my axe is stuck in another yeah. dead okay. guy currently. 
16 is for my attack. It's going to hit. Great. I will then roll my damage because that's how the rules work. That is a thing to do. Uh, uh, seven piercing damage. It screams in pain as the arrow lances into its shoulder. It's looking quite battered now, having been stabbed by Royce and having been uh, uh, skewered by, a, by an arrow from you and various other injuries. He's not looking happy, and he looks like he, he might be about to bug out, you think. Good. Um, so I, I turn to Magia, who is in, obviously inspired by my bold leadership and knows mm-hmm. that she has a, a, an expertise die on her next Finish step. him! Okay, how how far away is this guy from Magia? Because Magia moved 15 feet into a doorway somewhere behind her. Yeah, well, you went sort of like 15 feet sideways and he was 30 feet, so he's probably still about 30 feet. I don't want to do Pythagoras, but let's say 30 okay. feet still. If he's 30 feet away, and I get an expert ties on the attack roll, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magia, hoping that he hasn't seen where she's gone, is going mm-hmm. to charge out full force okay. at him. Um with her body lowered and just try to go in with her horns okay. to finish Come him on. off. This is personal now. You throw a fireball at They do explode, these ones, when you kill them, just as a... She, like, waves back a thank you towards <laughs> as she goes, oh, God. That's why I was using oh, the bow. That is, that is the best roll I've ever made, using my horns. Where is Where is the plus? So... Uh, 19 plus 4 is 23, plus mm-hmm. the 4 from the expertise. Yeah. 27? Well and truly. Nice. Uh, and that does 1d6 plus 2. Uh, so it'd be 5, 6, 7 points of damage. Nice. Okay, so you charge into this draconian with your horns, smashing into it, and the draconian explodes in a massive conflagration of like bone and stuff just flying everywhere and like 10 feet away from it you're caught in this conflagration because you killed it in one blow um and someone just said in the chat maybe she just charges through you do kind of charge straight through the explosion it does look really cool straight through the explosion hits him and throws the body up on the horns like like when you have a bull that rushes at you well let's see if you do charge right through and avoid the damage though so this is going to be a dexterity saving throw as you charge straight through the explosion me with my minus one oh dear it's a non-natural one (laughs) wow Ah, so you take nine points of damage from shrapnel (sighs) and bones as they explode It looks really cool as Marcia crashes into this thing and it flies up overhead and explodes above her until you realize that she's not like running through, continuing on from momentum. She is tumbling and toppling because she is unconscious. Oh, face plan. (laughs) These things are basically your mortal enemy now. Oh, Marcia has a thing against these draconian spellcasters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They keep killing you. So, um, I am going to assume that Yanis is going to try and do something about this very quickly. Yes, I'm going to run over and I'm going to kind of um, make the little infinity, the the, end, the unending loop. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, I'm going to heal her for seven points of hit points. Okay. 
Magia opens her eyes, sees Yanis over her, realizes like what's happened by chest. how much she ate, and just goes, did I get him? What part of they explode, which the dead librarian told us, do you not understand? She puts her hand up on her brother's arm and goes, I got him, and just like lays back <laughs> down for a second. Okay, oh so like, he's gonna with that, to put his it, head on her chest like <laughs> It is half past eight. Let's take a quick break, 10-minute break, and come back before you venture further into the city. Sound good? Sounds All good. Right. We'll see you in 10. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Against the Dragon Lords. When we last left our heroes, not 10 minutes ago, Magia had just been felled yet again by a spellcaster draconian. However, Yanis managed to save her just in time, and Magia is just fine. Don't worry, folks. How are you feeling? Crispy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, your wounds are probably healed, but your clothes are badly, badly burned. It's just so, that um, it's like in, into Marja's chest, but like it doesn't lift his head. He's like, You don't have an ancestral breastplate that was part of your father who was a knight before you. You don't have that. You wear cloth. You can't keep doing this. I ran out of the ability to cast Shatter. And I wasn't going to have that thing throwing any more fire around. We had it under control. Constance and Royce and sort of me had it under control. Just stop running at things. Gets off of him with a big huff. <sighs> and then Ol holds a hand out to pull her up, completely not realising that he absolutely wouldn't be able to do anything. He's like, come on, get up. She takes it anyway and lets him think <laughs> he's helping. <Yeah>. Constance <sighs> is just holding her battle axe, waiting for the... Uh, draconian to crumble around it it takes about two minutes but eventually the draconian does crumble to dust just leaving you holding this battle axe yeah um slight strategy note though it may be a good idea to um you know get the spellcasters from a distance on the final blows in the future yes i can care constance what a great idea is that sarcasm or because I, I genuinely uh, think it would be better if we did do that. No, 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 no. That wasn't sarcasm. I was just making a oh. pointed comment that Marsh. Marsh is looking away. Us as, uh, intermediaries for it. Oh, um, uh, okay. Um, so wh why don't you fight and do that? And we should probably move away from this because we made some noise. Unless we want to try and do something about that, she says, referencing the lift pulley system thing they have. Is everyone else of good health before we do anything else? I mean, I I have felt better, <laughs> but I can I can soldier on. Same. Right, if, if you start to feel any worse, just let me know, and I'll do the. He moves his hand, and it starts to glow. He goes, no, 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 not now, not now, not now. I mean, to use a common phrase, I'd say I'm about sixteen over twenty nine currently. That's just soldiering slang, that is, isn't it? Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, always, I, always, I always hear soldiers say that. I'm about 16 <laughs> over 29. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> to use the common phrase. Yeah. Um, just to give you a sense of geography and where you are, um, so where are you 
climbs down to the chains and the small plaza where the chains went down to are probably about a quarter of a mile away from you. Oh, okay. um, the central plaza where you saw the dragon is probably about half a mile away from you. So, you know, it is an entire city and you're kind of on the edge of it. In which direction is was the dragon in relation to the pulley thing is? So the dragon basically was in the centre of the city on the edge. So if you had if you headed straight ahead, eventually you'd hit the centre of the city. The pulley thing's kind of off to your right at like forty five degrees. Shall we go mess around with that then? I like sabotage. If anything, sabotage to make the gully dwarves happy, to get them on side. Yeah, we have to be that's... prepared when we meet the high bulb. Yes. Okay, so is that the direction you're going to head in? Yeah, but like. I think probably stealthily, because we don't want to... Are you going to do it stealthily, Jess? Let's see, shall we? Well, I sure will try. Okay. Let's have some stealth rolls. <clears throat> Great. Stealth dexterity, please. There's a group check. Yes. Well, I think we should definitely use teamwork here, which means everybody will gain an expertise dice. 18. Oh, look, so 18? Also about 18. Oh, four. Yeah. Is that a four you're showing me? Yes. I did yeah, right. honey. Okay. Voice. Oh, uh, I got that. was even using an expertise. 12 was that, Royce. 13. My 13. Ooh. Unfortunately. Okay. So um, you start making your way through the rubble strewn streets towards the area where you think the chain comes down into a plaza and you head down an alleyway which you're pretty sure will be a shortcut in that direction you find yourself in some kind of large thoroughfare with some old broken pillars um like you know half halfway broken and a couple of statues which have lost their heads or lost their arms things like that uh, and, and it's a cobblestone street and there's holes in it all over the place it's a it's a bit of a mess um and as you emerge you, you know, you know that scene in Star Wars where Han Solo's on the Death Star and he goes around a corner and there's like twenty stormtroopers right there. That's what yeah. happens. You emerge from an alleyway into this street, and there's twenty draconians standing there in formation in the street. As you emerge from the alleyway, and they stop and they just stare at you for a second, like what? As you presumably do much the same staring at these 20 draconians, which are probably only about 30 feet away from you. Everyone's in a state of shock. What do you do? Run. <laughs> Where do you run? <laughs> away. <laughs> back, <the other> way. <laughs> back into the alley, or you can head down the street, but it won't be in the direction you were planning on going. I can't dash. I'm going to, I personally, oh, yeah, yeah. We got a problem, oh, boys. No. I personally will go hide myself and catch back up if that's easier. <laughs> Scatter! Everyone goes off in different directions. I think, I think we just have to, yeah, I think we just have to run, because I don't know if we can take 20, unless we want to try and take 20. <laughs> I will scatter from you guys, but I'll find you. Okay. <laughs> I will, I will pick up Yanis and run. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm worried about them stealing the necklace off you. Right. Okay. So three of you running and Royce hiding. Is that correct? Yeah. Magia will run, mm. but she is worried that they're just going to follow us. So mm -hmm. she will let Constance and Yanis get that head start for a brief moment. 
can she attempt to see if she can demoralize a few of them and maybe make the number that follows them a little bit smaller by you just... just almost died. Yeah, but, you know, it's her brother. And 20 of these is going to be bad either way. But she'll call out, seeing Constance pick Yanis up, just being like, we are covered in the dust of your fallen kin. Think twice. And just scream out and try to look as imposing as she possibly can and as scary as she possibly can in the hopes that, you know, they're going to follow us either way, but maybe less of them will if she can scare them a little bit. And then she'll take off running. Okay, so... Let's make this intelligence, uh, intelligence, intimidation check. It's going to be at disadvantage because of the number differential. There are okay. 20 of them, so... But you can give it a try. So this is with charisma, right? Uh, this, you can use strength or charisma, whichever you want. I'm going to go with charisma because I'm going to use my dominant presence for the first time, which would give okay. me advantage on a charisma check. So I okay. guess it just evens it out. That will cancel out the disadvantage, yeah. And I have ferocity as a specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, with intimidation, which should give me an expertise die. Um, and I think I get an expertise die from Daunting Energy as well, so that brings it up to a D6. That was one of my new things okay. I got at level three, um, where it gives me an expertise die on intimidation checks. So, okay. Um, that will be... You are quite uh, literally doing the hand Solo thing, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's a exactly 19. what he did. It's a 19. 19. Can't believe this is going to happen. You, st- you step up to the. Let me remind you, twenty draconians alone. She, them. she just stands where she is, <laughs> yells this at them, and then runs. <laughs> well, they before you run, they kind of start to back away, and then a couple at the back turn and run, and then a couple more turn and run, and before you know it. All 20 draconians are running off down the street. That's how intimidating you were. Magia stands there in disbelief. She was hoping for like maybe two or three of them to think twice. And she stands there and just like, she goes to run and then realizes they're all running and kind of (laughs) takes a few steps and just calls out to Constance and Yasha. They're gone. They're gone. Constance, what's going on? Constance, turn me around. They're all gone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly that. Um, my hand there. They've disappeared off round a corner about 100 feet away. So we, I will trundle back. She did this at my ninth name day as well. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> Those kids were being horrible to you and I'm not having anyone bully my brother. They were playing the game and... Uh, okay. okay, well, let's maybe uh, take advantage of the situation and, uh, and move, move on. Here. Yeah. Yes. Let's run it. Before let's they come back. Yeah. Yes. To where you just started running to, because that is the first place the bolder ones of the group are going to go back. This way, then? Okay. Hopefully that way. If they come back here, they're going to go down the street. They saw Constance and Yanis running I, down. I um, have got a feature that will assist us here. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. as I am a marauder by background, I have access to the feature Secret Ways, which mm. means when I'm navigating... Enemies have disadvantages on tracking us because I now had to give people the slip. Okay, so you spot a nearby building and you can see some steps. You spot some steps going in down into a, a cellar. And you figure if you go down into that cellar with all the ruined buildings going on, you can probably slip through to another building cellar and come up somewhere else in another street, you reckon. And you reckon that the uh, the draconians won't think of that. They, they won't have a clue where you went. If you're already underground, where's the last place you look for someone? More underground. 
Oh, and I go, not. come on, go over that way. So you all trek down into the cellar. Um, the cellar is uh, knee deep in sewage water and um, swamp water, but but it seems safe. And you see a, a couple of rats down there. Um, maybe some snakes swimming around in the, in the water. Some horrible looking snakes, and one of them kind of mm. raises its head and just goes at you. But <laughs> it seems Clear it seems it, <laughs> it seems okay. And you, you you move like kind of down the street through the cellars, the ruined cellars. I'm just wading through the water. Um, from above, you start to hear the sound of the draconian shouting again. They've obviously come back and they're now looking for you. Maybe one of them has taken charge or something. But they don't seem to think to look down in the sewers or the cellars as you move your way along. Can I have a perception check? Uh, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, so we can expertise die on perception levels. All right. So that is 19 for me. 19. Okay. So you are not alone. There's something down here with you. Something in the water. Oh my god, it really is Star Wars. <laughs> Any anyone here speak to, to marine life? Uh, there's something in the water. Now she briefly briefly attempts to speak in water elemental because she can speak primordial. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Just she knows it's not going to help, but just to see mm -hmm. if it makes anyone feel better <laughs> that there's no response. <laughs> Yannis goes, are you, are you dribbling? No, just, look, just because you decided not to read and I did doesn't mean you can make fun of me for speaking other languages. It's it sounds culture. like you're dribbling. Try it sometimes. It sounds, sounds like you're dribbling. Yes. Well, but if anyone's down here, we don't mean any harm unless you mean harm. You hear a splash from up ahead and a sort of, maybe a slight growling noise. Hmm, something like that. Okay, cool. I, I, I love the way you made that noise, Jess. So you're, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Where does it sound like it's coming from within in relation to us? <sighs> the sound is kind of echoing all around here in the cellar. So maybe a perception check to try and narrow that down a little bit. Should we all do one or just one person? Um, just uh, just Yanis for now, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. So one oh, natural okay. 20. Okay, so you uh, you realise exactly what's going on. About 30 feet up ahead of you, in the water, you see a pair of eyes sticking out above the water and a snout about three feet ahead of it with sharp teeth. It looks like a crocodile. You've seen oh. crocodiles before from the Blood Sea, but this crocodile is like three times the size of any crocodile you've seen from back home. It's massive. I hit Marge on the thought. Marge, Marge, it's, it's just yeah. a crocodile. It's just a crocodile. Look, I point that. I point that out to everyone. It's starting to move towards you. Is is it? Is that wise? Last time wrestling didn't go too yes. well. No, 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 no. We wrestle crocodiles all the time. Well, Marge wrestles crocodiles all the time. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But this crocodile looks like it's like the size of an elephant. It's enormous. Uh, actually, Marge, this might be Look like a crocodile as Yanis is going. It's just a crocodile. It's fine. And Marge is looking at it, and it's seemingly getting bigger and bigger. As it gets closer and closer, yeah, that's a crocodile. That's the biggest crocodile you ever saw in your entire life. The holes, holes in the ceiling. On second thought, that's a very big crocodile. 
And even Magia starts backing up slowly <laughs> and like dragging Yanis back with her. Yeah, let's getting dragged up. through the water. I'm getting dragged for the second time in ten minutes. Is there a way up? Is there a hole in the ceiling? To um, the at the up? moment, the only way up would back the way you came, and you know there's draconians yeah. up that way. And so this crocodile, crocodile is still moving forward. Uh, does it does it look uh, like a creature which is currently in like hunt mode? Or does it look like a creature that's curious? How would you know? Um animal, animal handling. handling. Yes. Animal handling I'm and probably wisdom. A wisdom I can do, but animal handling is another question. That uh, is a great 11. question for me. How the much chat? do you know about crocodile facial expressions? I mean, I think it's probably true that Maj has probably wrestled a few small, normal-sized <laughs> crocodiles, you know, across her years in mm -hmm. water. Okay. Um, but, you know, expression, she's used to seeing them when they're angry and trying to eat somebody she cares right. about. But we got? Uh, it was 11. You're not sure. You don't know. She stares into its eyes, trying to get a sense of it, but it's so big, she's just... She's just I'm going to knock an arrow at this point because it's now only about twenty feet away, and its mouth starts to open slowly. Its teeth are like the size of daggers, great big long daggers, and and its mouth is sort of like its jaws are like three feet long, longer than that, four feet long, and it opens wide and starts moving towards you. I'm going to shoot an arrow into its mouth because fire. Okay, some action. So I this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your check. Uh, that is a sixteen. A sixteen no. straight into its mouth, and it sticks into the back of the dragon's mouth. Wasn't damage, dragon, crocodile. It's not a dragon. Uh, I promise. That's just three. <laughs> but I'm hoping it deters it. Three points of damage. Okay, it barely notices. I'm afraid. Uh, it kind of like uh, the inside of its mouth is pretty tough too, and it's just kind of like. Glasses off a tooth or something. Does the arrow not comically get stuck like that way? Sure, why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but then and it snaps, snaps it shut, snapping the arrow like a twig. And it's more initiative with that. The secret That's... to a crocodile no, no. or a gator is holding its mouth closed. They have great they have great biting force, but if long as you keep it closed, that's how you win. Nice. I rolled a natural yes. twenty, which is the time Ooh, you want very to nice. Well the crocodile's going on ten. Is it just standard decks? It's standard decks, yeah. Okay, 17 then. 22. I guess you're all going to beat it. I technically rolled zero. <laughs> I rolled a one minus one. Great. Oh, dear. Oh dear. <laughs> you just have to do everything to extremes. My my dice don't don't like me. They just don't have any middle numbers in them. They only no, no, they're used to dice when I'm GMing, so they're, you know... Not as a player, <laughs> they're betrayed. Not, not a combat would. Yeah. Okay, Yanis, you're first. Uh, so. Um, 20 feet away. Okay. So I kind of like look around as we're all kind of collectively backing. So, I'm sorry, uh, so idea, plan, going, running, attacking. Kill Any, it. Anyone? Kill it. Kill, okay. <laughs> Guiding bolt shoots out of his hand. Okay. Uh, let me just work out how that works. Um, and once you've done that, Wait, I'll be like, quietly. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, it doesn't make that noise. Yanis makes that noise when he does his <laughs> spell. Uh, so, okay. Bottom right. Okay, ranged spell attack. 
yes, that is a 21 to hit. That is definitely going to hit. Okay, fabulous. So it deals a grand total of... Oh, that's lovely. Uh, 14 points of damage, and the next attack um, has advantage for the next... So that would be Constance, I presume so. Okay. Okay, so that was a lightning bolt, was it? Uh, no, it's it's guiding bolt, so it's radiant oh, damage. So it's like okay. a, a blast of bright white holy light. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, crocodile recoils slightly from the bright light, which kind of sears its eyes. But that just seems to make it even angrier, and it starts thrashing about, and its uh, tail's flashing about now. Constance, and now it's Constance. Constance's turn. I hit it with my axe. To okay, my so moving in and attacking it. I don't do it. Well, I just rolled a nine. You, you miss got, it. You've got advantage. You've got advantage because oh, we oh, got advantage. You could have advantage. That's good. Right. Uh, that's better. That I don't still think is good enough because uh, that's just thirteen. That's not good enough. No. Um. You, you, you hit it, but it's like uh, really. Just, like, it's got scales. It's like, with my head. Off the uh, scales. Yeah. Really tough. Um. Okay. Is that uh, your that's what, yeah. Uh, I, for my bonus action, I'll take the uh, unending wheel combat maneuver stance. Okay, Royce. Uh, oh no! Wait. Sorry. Wait. Can I not have done that? Oh, can fine. I have actually done? Because some people are still quite injured, aren't they? I feel like Magia's probably gonna die yeah. again. Um. So I will do a rallying surge. Uh, as my bonus action, so an ally within 30 feet um, gains hit points equal to 1d8 plus a 3. So wow. I will give you uh, 7 hit points back to Magia. Very nice. Thank Just you. Just because, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, okay. Royce, next. Royce, yes. How far away is it from us? Uh, 20 feet. <laughs> okay. Or if your name is Constance, 0 feet. Yep, I'm going to try to get in and stab it with the dagger if that, okay. if that works. Will that be Let's sneak attack? Because I'm standing there thrashing uh, at it. Yeah, it. I guess That's it is. It. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. All right. That is 16 to hit. Is it hit? Beautiful. And because I'm using Carver, I get an extra d6 for sneak attack now. Ooh. You're good at cutting things up. Okay. So that total damage. Uh, oh boy, 19. How? Wow, okay, the dragon, uh, dra why do I keep calling it a dragon? It's a crocodile. It's a crocodile, not a dragon. It's, it's a dragon. Dragon no. <laughs> the sewers, really. You shoved the, the, the dagger, like, into its ear, um, causing it incredible amounts of pain, and it starts thrashing and roaring and, and snapping its teeth, driving it insane with rage. Okay, who's next? The crocodile, I think. The crocodile. It is the crocodile. It is the crocodile's no. turn, yeah. Okay. So with a tail, it thrashes and thrashes the tail straight at Royce. Uh it rolls twenty-three. I'm sure that's gonna hit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hit. Okay, that does uh fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my gosh. And can you please uh, make a strength saving throw? I'm still standing, but barely. Hang on. No, it doesn't deal that much bludgeoning damage. It's, I use, um, hang on, it's called uh, Better Than better than Cure. So I half that damage. Okay. What? So seven points of bludgeoning damage and uh, strength saving throw. I got 14 to save. Okay, you are not prone in the water. I have uh, a question. Yes. 
uh, if I can use, uh, because I am level three, I believe it's called uh, uh, Arcane Repose as a yeah. reaction. Yeah, that is valid here, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Pull that spell up real quick. So it's a melee spell attack, as I remember. That's what I thought. Beautiful. Um, what do I add for it for, like, uh, just because I'm not na- namely a caster? The uh, ability should have given you a spell ab- uh, ability to use with it. Where, where did it come from? Uh, it's from being plain touched. Uh, Hopefully it will say so there. I, uh, I got a 16 to hit without any mods. Uh, so okay, so it's going to hit. Yeah, they're minimum it hits okay. either way. Yeah, okay. Beautiful. And that's 3d6 fire damage. It is exclusively fire damage because okay. of the way I am. Let's fry. Okay, so that is 15. Okay, wow. You have done a lot of damage to it just in the last uh, nearly 30 points of damage. More than 30, just, just wow. getting hit and hitting it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So basically, it, you you stabbed it in the ear, and it thrashed about and knocked you down with its tail into the water. But as you fell, you let out uh, a sort of blast of like hellish fire straight back right in its face, causing it to. It's like this exchange of blows. Like from from the outside, it must have just looked like chaos, just thrashing tails and water and fire and daggers and everything just everywhere. But this this uh, this uh, this this um this crocodile is looking hurt. You have hurt it, and it's its turn still. So that was the tail attack on Royce. He's going to attempt to bite Constance. Do you know that's fair? Hmm. It rolls a twenty. Yeah, that's going to bite me. Okay, you take sixteen points of piercing damage. Sixteen. No. Sixteen. As is, six. as is in the common <laughs> phrase, sixteen over twenty-nine. I have one more use of better than cure and okay. yeah. and it blunts the so eight points, points of piercing damage cool and you are grappled until this grapple ends you are restrained which means you will need to use an action to make an escape check DC 15 otherwise you're restrained Okay, that's cool. I have that grapple rules handily on this card here, which Marvelous. is part of the combat manoeuvre deck that you can get from empublishingrpg.com. Look at advertising thrown in there. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's Magia's turn okay. with an initiative of zero. It's the worst I've ever rolled for initiative in <laughs> all of the years I've ever played RPGs. Um, <laughs> seeing it knock Royce over mm-hmm. and then grab Constance between mm-hmm. its teeth. She's going to look at Yanis and just mm-hmm. go, really sorry, brother. Rush up. And she's, no, don't mess with it. Don't no, 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 no. <laughs> she needs to get it to stop biting Constance. Because, like, if that, that thing will just keep crushing, right? They have a horrible bite force. So she's going to hope that what she can do is do what you do with sharks. Punch it really hard on the nose using force punch. And then use the rest of whatever movement she has left that she hasn't used to get up to it to just pull Constance's body back away from its jaws. <laughs> Confidence <sighs> that Royce is quick enough on her feet that they can just brick themselves up. But she okay. can't. Constance carried her dead body all the way through a dragon attack to save her. Okay. And she can't. She so can't so what, what I'll say is, if you, if you want to punch it on the nose, you can, you can either do damage to it, or instead you can give Constance an immediate escape check. One of those two things. 
I, I will let Constance escape because okay. at least still, that you, way we can drag and run if we have to. Okay. You still got to hit it first though. So we need the attack. Uh, yeah. It's a melee spell attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where my attack bow is. Where's this dice? Uh, so that's 12 plus five is 17. Okay. Yeah. That is a hit. So, so Constance, an immediate attempt to escape. That will be a strength check against. DC 15. No, I'd fail. I get a 10. Unfortunate. Okay. Is that magia done? Um, I think so. I don't know if I can. No, that just re-rolls my attack. No, she's still like trying to grab onto Constance to try and okay. pull her out of this thing's jaws. Right. Yanis. Okay. The chips are down. Um, so... I think what I'm probably going to do is, we'll just have a look at this first. Okay. Hmm. Oh, that takes 10 minutes. Okay, probably not going to do that then. So <laughs> I will just I think, think, right. I think we have 10 minutes. I'm just going to whip up a quick sound. No, that takes 10 minutes. <laughs> um, that's, I'm going to, okay. I'm just going to cast Guiding Bolt again. But I rolled a one. Fortunately, ah. I'm a halfling and I'm lucky. So I can re-roll a one. Okay. I can re-roll ones, but I have to take the new result. But it can't be worse than a one. Uh, that's only a 13. <laughs> 13's okay. going to miss. Yes. Oh, dear. Okay. Is that you done? So, uh, no. Uh, with my bonus action, I will... Uh, actually, no. <laughs> I can't. I've used up all my slots for that level so i can't i can't use anything else so uh i'll yeah i'll just stay where i am i guess constance i'm just gonna get eaten by a crocodile (laughs) you did you kept saying you're the only one who hasn't died you attempted to say it's my turn great um so i first of all i'm gonna try and get out of this grapple okay so it's a dc 15 strength check uh, I fail. I only got a 14. That was so close. Okay, that's your action. What else are you doing? For my bonus action, um, I'm going to mark foe. This crocodile, yeah. uh, the creature's able to uh, gain an expertise. This, dies this crocodile is our target, guys. Just guys, in case you weren't sure. This crocodile is our target. And then I'm then I'm done because I think that's like, all I can do. So okay. everyone uh, gets an expertise die on attacking okay. this specific crocodile. Royce, Royce, please help me. Uh, I'm going to to get back up and try to stab at it some more. Okay, twenty, please. Twenty be great, right now. Okay, well, you know, it's not a twenty. Ex- expertise die as well. You say? Yes. So yeah, D four. Yeah. So it's not quite a twenty to hit. It's in fact a. Plus six, plus four. It's a 28 to hit. <laughs> well, that's going to hit. Okay. See if you can do as much damage as you did last round. Turn um, this crocodile into leather boots already. Come on. I'm doing my best. Okay. Wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. So six plus six, 12 plus four, uh, 16 plus two, 18 damage. 18. You're doing so much damage. Yeah. Wow. Attack city. Oh oh my! It's um, yeah. There's crocodile blood in the water everywhere. The crocodile is 
badly badly wounded and thrashing about in pain. It's ooh, you've uh, yeah, you're making a mess of this crocodile. Uh, who's next? Is it still alive? It's still alive. The crocodiles go. It is going to thrash that voice with its tail. It rolls. Ooh, nine plus eight is 17. That will hit. So you take 14 bludgeoning damage. Oh, my God. Okay. And a strength check. A strength saving throw. All right, let's see about this strength save. Ooh, that six um, six to save. So you're back prone again in the water. Are you yeah. still conscious? Uh, I Yes. Only okay. because of my immortal blessing. So I think I get <laughs> knocked into the water and as like a splash of like the awful water hits my face, I like my eyes shoot open and I'm still alive. Okay. Come on, Magia, finish it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna tell you it can be done in one round if you do really well. Seeing that it's knocked Royce prone again and Constance is still grappled by it. Mm-hmm. This enrages Magia because we have just got away. From the draconians and now mm-hmm. there's a crocodile of all things a crocodile <laughs> um so she's gonna go again with the melee spell attack with force punch uh but this time she's not trying to make it drop constance necessarily she just wants to hit it really really hard with okay. this spell, um seeing how much it's bleeding and hoping that that's enough okay. um because otherwise it's going to eat one of them, and she doesn't want that. <laughs> so, uh, I get an expertise dice on this, right? Because of Constance's target? Yes, yes, you still do, yeah, for Mark Foe, yeah. Oh, and you can do this. Uh, okay, so that is... We're eight. all counting on you to KO a crocodile with Nine, one punch. Nine, ten, plus five, fifteen. Fifteen is just about a hit. Yes! Okay, so that's three oh. eight force damage. Oh, this can happen. Please, please, the eight. Please die. in a crocodile's skull. <laughs> that one jumped out like ghost and landed cocked. Uh, I'm going to use my last sorcery point to re-roll two of these dice, which had okay. awful damage. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's so much better. That is 14 plus 6, 20. You have just killed a crocodile, a giant crocodile, <laughs> with one punch. She just screams, get off my friends! Just that must have just looked epic. She totally doesn't say anything and just goes, you got it, Royce. <laughs> Helps pick Royce up, <laughs> drags Constance out of its jaws. Just like, you, you both got it. This crocodile it. stops thrashing and just like lies there dead in the water. <sighs> I thought this was a shortcut, Yanis. <laughs> Wrestling crocodiles. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're used to this. Is that better or worse than wrestling a dragon? Now we can rank it. You know, I'd rather wrestle the black dragon hatchling. It's just less less teeth, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the, it's just, really the, about, about the bite force. Yeah. I'm yeah. just pushing pushing the crocodile like, to the side in the water so that we <laughs> Floating can get Floating belly up, is it? Just... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite feeling a 16 over 29. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> I'm feeling like no, one. I imagine you know? not. Is there anywhere we can All catch right. our breath for a bit? Let's let's look further down here. There must be a dry cellar that we can we can hold up in. Okay. Do you want to make a quick um perception check? Yeah, I'll make one. Yeah. Aha, uh-huh, I got a two, but I can re-roll it. Mm. 
I'm gonna have so much fun with Deuces Wild. That's gonna get me into and out of so much trouble. Okay, that is a 14. Okay, so what you do find is the remains of what may an adventurer again. It's the second time this has happened to you. Uh, possibly the crocodile's last meal, or maybe a bit longer before, because it's not looking in very good condition. Um, but this adventurer, yeah, it's not as rotted away as the one in the swamp. Like it's uh, it's got um, le- leather armor on, which is in decent condition. Um, it's got a, a necklace which seems to be made of um, teeth, some kind of creature's teeth, which are about that long, about two inches long, curved teeth, um, and um, and a, a sort of belt pouch, which uh, which you can see just like some chinkling, jingling bits of metal inside. Any potions in them? Mm. Two, in fact. What's going on? Well, one of them's a potion. One of them's a little box, a little tin box. And you open it up, it's full of some kind of dust, some kind of weird dust. Is this drugs? And she'll look at the points. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a, a, a shimmering, it's kind of like a shimmering dust. It's like, uh, it's, it's almost m- magical looking, enchanted looking. It just like shimmers <laughs> in the light. I'm going to put it on my tongue. Taste doesn't taste very nice. Ah, but, ah, ah, it's very bitter. Ah. Very bitter. Ah, ah. What is I it? Stop tasting the strange things we find, Yanis. I stop tasting You notice that Yanis doesn't have a tongue. I mean, you can feel your tongue, but nobody can see Magia it. pokes his stuck out tongue to see no. if it's still there. No, it's there. I can't one. see it. Invisibility powder dust. Oh, oh, that's this is nice. Something to keep. How does the box stay visible? How indeed? <laughs> I mean, look, look, I think you have an idea. <laughs> magic? Yes, magic. Magic. That's how. And and what is this potion? Another wet towel. <laughs> this potion is uh, red, kind of like pale red, translucent colour, and it slight, looks like it's slightly fizzy. A sort of healing potion, one may say. You're just going to literally try everything, are you, Yanis? Yeah, of course. One of these That's days it's going to be poison. You know that, right? No, it hasn't not, been yet. It's not like the fate of the universe rests on you, so... I'm I'm just saying the day it's poison, Magia gets to lord it over you. You feel a little t- twinge of energy there, Yanis. Just a little. Ooh, 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 mm, mm. Can can Magia have a smell of it? See if she yeah, can sure. identify an ar- it. An Arcana check. I have Arcana. See. Does it not have uh, a label? It can be And this is going to be with intelligence. Uh, and you can use that, or I'd let you use wisdom because it's kind of a sensory thing as well. Okay, I'll go with wisdom. So eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, you're not sure. You're not sure. She she has a sniff and is like, mm. looks at Yanis, counts to ten. Well, it's not poison, unless it's slow poison. Oh, great! That's exactly what we need. You slowly dying on us. Mm. I'm not going to die. I've been doing this for years and nothing bad has happened yet, except that one time I got bumps all over my body. I'm just saying, this is the second corpse we've come across with somebody who looks like they have been well prepared for the trip here. 
Now, I mean, I'm still on board for everything, but do we know how many other people have been sent to come and do this very thing? Well, I don't imagine everybody has the necklace. I imagine that's the thing that will make the difference. Marcia wants to look over this body to see if there is a similar kind of necklace or trinket of I can never pronounce the god's name, but the blue Mish- lady. Mishakul, yeah. Um, so, make an investigation check. Um, that's with intelligence? I can never remember what I can uh, Yeah, for this one, yeah. Just mass-produced necklaces with little blue LEDs inside. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of them, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> well, a 10. No, you, you don't find anything out. Oh, I mean, you, you, you still this that necklace that's wearing around its neck. The body's wearing on she'll, she'll take that, though. That looks cool. It's probably only big enough to be a bracelet for her. Yeah, but that's like fine craftsmanship. She'll take it and examine it. Does she? Can she tell what kind of teeth these are? <sighs> uh, nature. Nature check. Nature check. Okay. She will also hold it out if there's anyone else who has any ideas. But <laughs> Oh, that's a little better. That's a 12. You're not sure. You think maybe some kind of... Reptile of some kind? You're not sure. Yannis will take it out of her hand because she's proffered mm-hmm. it and we'll kind of hold it up like that and try and figure out what it is. Okay. I believe in myself. Okay. That's, uh, that is a nine. No, a 21. Okay. These are velociraptor teeth. Cool. Brass. These are. And we're talking proper Jurassic Park velociraptors, not like. Murder chicken ones. Proper full size. These, these are teeth from a thunder lizard. The uh, the the quick ones, the small ones. And he says, which is pretty interesting, he says as he just ties it around his neck. <laughs> so are, are they down here as well? I mean from that their habitat is kind of the plains, not sewers. Okay. All right. Good. That doesn't mean they're not down here. It just means it's unlikely. But then dragons were likely too, so, you know, and so a giant crocodile, so what can I say? For this many teeth, they're either a hunter or a trainer, probably. Mm. Or they were taken as... Or a a dentist. They could be a dentist, yeah. Well, if we come across them, then we all know uh, who they're going to think is responsible for the death of more of their kin. (laughs) Marjorie just gestures towards Yanis wearing the necklace. (laughs) We should get out of these sewers, though. That will work in our advantage. If people think that I'm a thunder lizard killer, which I could be, I mean, look at me, that will work in our favor. They could also think you're a chew toy. You're the smallest of us. I resemble that remark. Let's move on. <laughs> Royce looks at Yanis and just stifles a laugh. So was that a healing potion that I could have or or not? Oh, this? Try it's it. a potion that definitely isn't a fast-acting poison. Try it. He hands it over to Constance. What's the worst that could happen? I'll drink it. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you drink the potion and you feel a surge of energy flow through you. It doesn't heal you. Right. However, it does strengthen you. Okay. As this surge of power just goes through your body and your muscles ripple. <laughs> well... <laughs> does it say does it say spinach on the bottle <laughs> yes spinach yeah. you uh, currently have a strength score of 20 this is a potion of hill wow. strength and you will have for the next hour what a waste <laughs> why could you have that just before wrestling the crocodile let's fucking go what will that do to my to punching somebody 
<laughs> so what's your current strength? Uh, 14. Which is a plus two modifier, I believe. Yeah. So it's basically it's a, a plus three modifier to damage and attacks and stuff on top of what you've already got. Nice. Which is pretty nice. Let's go find something to... Let's go fight the dragon now. Let's, <laughs> Let's go and find something for you to punch. Dragon <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> I could go go and break the chains on that pulley thing we're trying to do. I could just... Because I'm hench. <laughs> okay. I mean... Plus... All the Wrestler draconians of dragons, the... breaker of chains. That's what they will call me. All the draconians are this way looking for us, right? Which means they're not looking for us past whatever cordon they've established. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's go. Could we go I through feel the to that? Yeah. Can't, can't yeah. Since you're not, still not... I mean, I'm looking at the open wounds that she's got over her new wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I feel good. I think it's working. I'm I think we go. should do it now, and then we can then we can rest afterwards while they're dealing with the chaos. It means we don't have to deal with any more. We should we should do it now. I, I don't. She's go! talking like us. She's talking like us. I don't like it. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, what? So well, you, you push away through, through the through the cellars for a few more buildings before you find some steps leading <laughs> up. <laughs> through walls, just, just yeah. constantly just punching through cellar walls. <laughs> yeah. you, you find yourself on the ground floor of what was once clearly some kind of old temple to some long lost god. Um, there's not much left there at all. Um, there's symbols of gods. I mean, when you, when you look at the walls, um, I guess the Anis you would recognise because you know about the Pantheon and so forth. Um, this is uh, this is a temple to Reox, who is the uh, god of the forge, the dwarven god. At least it was once. There's not much of it left now. So, this uh, this temple's on a street, and uh, as you peer out through the window, you can see in the distance, you can see, like, the chain coming down, like, you reckon it's a couple of streets over now from where you are. Um, you, you see it coming down in the mist from the cliffs up above. There's a couple of streets of ruined buildings between you and there. And glancing out into the street, you can see, like, on a corner probably about 40 feet away from you, a lone draconian standing there, leaning against a statue, um, perhaps a guard, perhaps a sentry on duty, something like that. It's not looking in your direction. All right. Does someone want to quietly go and... Marcia turns to look at Royce. <laughs> All right. Just uh, hope it doesn't go bad. Are they within, <laughs> are they within 30 feet of us? Uh, about 40 feet away. Okay. I can't read my um... mark for then. Uh, yeah, I'll walk up. Um, so you like sneaking double? up? Yeah, I. Uh, one of the other fun little benefits uh, of Scout Leader is I move at na- normal pace as if I'm sneaking. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll still make that stealth roll though, but it doesn't take me super long to get there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That was a seventeen plus a non-natural twenty. Okay, um, as you get closer, you see it take a small flask from its waist and sort of <laughs> and put it back. It doesn't look in your direction. Okay, um, yeah, I'll like grab my dagger and mm-hmm. uh, I'll go for a stab. Okay, you're just doing the classic cover the mouth and exactly. Oh, nat 20. Nice. So we're going to be doubling the damage here. Okay. Uh, And this is sneak uh, attack damage. Then you're going to double everything. Yes. Uh, This has gone exactly how I wanted it to go. This was a hitman level. Mm. Okay. So let me grab my backup set of D6s nearby. (laughs) How many D6s do you need? I don't have enough. 
<laughs> I have so many on hand at all times. Don't worry. There's nothing more fun than voting a handful of T6s. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. That's all. That's. Oh, and I got a two that I can reroll things to Deuces Wild. Okay. 10, 20, 31, 35. Is that doubled yet? Yeah, that's everything. Oh, so you okay. okay. So I thought you were going to make it seven days. But still, you sneak up behind the draconian, grab mm-hmm. it, and like whip your silver dagger across its throat. And it just like straight away, it just turns the stone straight away in your arms. Could you make a dexterity check, please? Dexterity save to pull that dagger free. Uh, that is an 18. You pull the dagger free easily and just leave this like draconian, just like with a flask in its hands. It's on, it was on its way up to drink from the flask again as you were, uh, no weapons drawn or anything, as, as you killed it. This, this, uh, this um, um, statue just there. As as it freezes, can I can I make a roll to catch the flask and take a sip of it real cool like? Yeah, make a dexterity check. That was a uh, that was a thirteen. You do it, not quite as cool as you hoped, but you do, you do it. You do it. You do. Okay. I'm still thoroughly impressed in the, <laughs> in the background. That was professional. That was. It was. I, I want to be Royce when I grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right. Do not mess. I think Royce has done like ten times as much damage as anyone else today. All right, we, we all tried. <laughs> <laughs> we all have different roles in the party, right? <laughs> who's, who's, who's healed the most damage? Huh? Who's healed the most damage? <laughs> who's Just taken saying. the most damage? I'll be measure. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think as like you all come back up, I just look at constant like, okay, so like I've never done that before. I want that to be known. That's not one of my like normal skills. I don't I don't do stuff like that. It was very impressive. You're you're a very good soldier. Now, um let, let's 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 go break this thing. <laughs> Constance like this. Constance has fallen under our influence entirely today. It's the patient. So, what are you doing now? I want to go break the thing. <laughs> um, but I want to check there's obviously not a load of people there, so we'll need to... But my plan is to go to the pulley thing and, like, break it in some way, just to okay. ruin their day. So you move through another couple of streets. Um, you don't spot any more draconians as you go. There's quite a lot of rats around, running around, and um, you spot some, like, large, kind of unpleasant, kind of, like, two or three foot long insects occasionally like like big centipedes and stuff but you manage to skirt around all of that slip through a couple of alleyways through a abandoned building before you find yourself on the edge of a small plaza now it is a small plaza it's only like 20 feet across maybe 25 feet and you can see that the chain from a pot in the center of the plaza leads up and up and up and up as far as you can see all the way up to the surface far far above like you know, a couple of thousand feet far above, just disappearing into the mist. Um, the other chain you can't see at the moment. Presumably it's sort of up at the top, while this one's at the bottom. Um, so you can see this pot is resting on the ground. Now, there are some draconians there. There are four draconians standing there in this plaza, surrounding the pot, which is currently empty. The four draconians are all warriors, as far as you can tell, no spellcaster. We could try to lure them away. 
I could try my fancy blue light trick and see if I can get them to go in a different direction. Yes. <laughs> I like Although, that. as soon as you break that chain, basic engineering principle says that other part is going to come plummeting down, so we'll have to make a quick getaway. Maybe we could make them stand under it. Um, I'm just going to say something before, we, before you do this. I'm very proud. What was your plan on getting back up? We didn't have one, Russ. Right. No. Okay. I was going to ask that after we dropped the... the oh, after you broke in the chain, okay. Yeah. Fine. We're going to befriend the dragon. He's going to fly us out of here, clearly. <laughs> What's the energy we were going we to do? But surely we can just go, go up via the... Well... Yeah, or via the um the I steps the, the way we came in. Something. So in theory, you could cl- you could climb up. up that cliff with the waterfall, but climbing Great. up yeah. through that sewer didn't seem likely because it was so slippery. It looked like it was a one way trip through that sewer pipe. But the dwarfs have got to have another way up, though, right? Yeah, yeah the agar. I think that's what we're like. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine, Russ. Okay. I'm not telling you what to do. I just want to just put that out there. Constance is really strong and we want to break her thing. Mm. <laughs> I'm only strong for a little while. <laughs> Let me okay, what are you doing? Constant smash. Um, yeah, what are we doing? You, you want me to lure them with a glowy blue light to under where the pot would fall and then you just... <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love that. That would be my most favourite thing that's ever happened, yes. It's the only thing okay. press digitation is good for. Right, so what I will want is a deception intelligence check. Deception because you're deceiving, and intelligence because you're casting magic. Uh, my my magic is charisma based. Oh, all right, charisma is fine then. Cool, cool, so cool. I it says I can create a illusionary image or ordinary trinket that fits in my hand. So I'm going to mm-hmm. try and recreate the little illusion of something blue and pendanty looking. Yeah, glowing right on the floor there, underneath where. Yeah. Hopefully the other pot would fall. Okay, you just make that check, see if you fool them or not. So this was charisma and, sorry, did you say deception? Deception. Okay, okay, 15 at 5, so that's 20. I'm not, I don't have any proficiency for deception, so flat 20, a dirty 20. Okay. One of the draconians glances over at the other side of the plaza. There's this blue glowing stone there. He calls over in some kind of draconic language to one of his colleagues, one of his companions, who looks over as well and replies again in this kind of sibilant, guttural, draconic language. And then the draconians start to move over there, all but one who stays by the uh, pot. And they move over to the glowing rock and they stand around it, looking down at it, talking to each other, not entirely sure clearly whether to touch it or not. You're up, Constance. I'm just going to run in and go and try and break the chain. Go for it. Great. Is that a strength Good. athletics? Mm-hmm. Cool. You will then I... be next to that last draconian, though. Cool. Oh, no. Wait. Wait, can I... Oh, I've used my intrepid ability. I don't know, you can. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to break this. So I got uh, nine. Did nine. You... Did you... Oh. So you run over, grab this chain, and you're standing there with this chain. Well, this draconian right next to you is looking like, and then it pulls out a short sword, and we're well initiative. We had so many fights today. (laughs) You keep starting. (laughs) Yeah, but 
should we should we start initiative next session as well because it's like... yeah that's probably a good idea actually yeah 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 because it is just about 10 o'clock so we will call it a day there oh, we will start with the battle of the chain oh, pot no. the battle of the pot <laughs> next week the battle of the pot we, we next did have week. a good reason for doing this though aside from fighting less than them it was that is true that is true dwarfs. there is an actual plan in progress to be fair Some which is unusual <laughs> i'm proud of us we had a plan yeah yeah Right then, okay, so we'll call it a day there. So, uh, <laughs> thank you everybody for uh, for joining me this week. It's been amazing. Before we go, shall we just go through each of you if you want to call out um, where people can find you, plug anything you want to plug. Jess, do you want to start? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm on the internet um, at Tabletop Jess, but I'm the business manager of EM Publishing. So at EM Publishing RPG is where you can find all the stuff and things that we do. Um, every Monday, I do not D&D at 10 p.m. BST or 5 p.m. Eastern, wherever you're watching this. Um, uh, so you can check that out there. And also we have a Kickstarter live on the internet currently for Level Up Advanced 5th Edition for the Gatecast Gazette. Um, so if you like my Lionheart archetype, you can pick that up in there. If you go to Kickstarter under Morris, you'll find it there. Cool. cool. Okay, V. Uh, hi, I'm V. You can find me all over the internet, uh, mostly on Twitter and Twitch at Tabletop Horde. Um, I do too many things in the TTRPG sphere, um, mostly layout and writing and streaming these days. Um, there isn't really anything I can talk about that I've done right now. Uh, however, Modiphius have just announced... Uh, Winter of Atom for Fallout over on their Twitter, which I did a bunch of writing for. So I'm really proud of that. And it should be a really fun adventure uh, roaming around the nuclear wasteland in a literal atomic winter. Um, mm. You will not wish for it, I promise. Um, it's radiation and snow. Bad, really bad. Um, otherwise, anything else that will eventually not be under NDA I can talk about will be on my Twitter. Um, and I just want to say I fully support all of our ridiculous chaotic choices that we've made this week. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Jack. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Um, yes. Hi. Sorry, I'm just getting past everything that we've done this evening. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Jack underscore Mullings. Um, normally, I don't have anything to plug, but I thought of something to plug in the intermittent wow. week. Ooh. So... I, it's, not, it's not even really anything to do with me, but I would like to plug um, the Vault Festival, uh, which is a current ongoing program of theatre and performance, including several TTRPG-themed um, performances. So if you are a listener in the UK and in close enough proximity to London, that entire festival is going on from uh, last week until the middle of March. So if you're interested in dipping your toes into some kind of um, performance other than watching us make the worst decisions imaginable. Um, get yourself <laughs> over to London, a variety of venues across the city. There you go. I found some of the club. Woo. Cool. And Dare, your turn. Hi. <clears throat> I'm Dare, uh, all around problem starter and problem solver. Uh, you can find me on all parts of the internet at Dare to Dream RPG. That is D A R E, the number two, D R E A M RPG. I'm a writer, editor, musician, poet, and a million other things. Uh, so if you like any of those things, I can do them. Hire me. Uh, also, because my birthday's coming up, buy my stuff. Uh, you can check all of my games out at itch.io at Dare to Dream RPG. I make a bunch of either really silly or incredibly sad games, and I really like them. 
Cool. Fantastic. Okay. So thank you all. Um, I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ. You can find me at enworld.org. You can find me on, well, I don't use Twitter much anymore, sadly, but you can find me at Morris on, on the Twitter. And you can find me on the podcast and on streams and doing things everywhere these days. I do too much stuff. Just makes me do stuff and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> um, until next week. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see you next week to find out what happens with the Battle of the Pot. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.